I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season 6, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada, within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto. Yes. It's Ronza Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. I Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. What's your name? Oh, Brenda. What's up, Brenda? Um, Maury's always uh, trying to compete with the Guinness Book of Records. Well, the Guinness Book of Records for oysters is 223 mi- uh, oysters in three minutes. Okay, so hold, on. So, so hold on here. So you're talking about how Maury always likes to try and break a record. And yeah. uh, the most recent one was the walking on Lego record where oh, I know. Uh, it was 1,200 feet that a guy walked on Lego barefoot, which hurts like hell, but we didn't have that much Lego. So Maury wore bags on his feet with Lego inside the bag. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and he did, I would say, three feet before it, the pain just oh. got to him. Okay. And so you're saying that there is a record because Maury, um, the, the eating records or the feeding records, as we should say, are the ones oh. that Maury sort of feels that he has the best shot at because he's more apt to succeed in something that involves food than maybe something that involves athletics. Uh, so you're talking about an oyster eating record. Is that the deal? It's t- yeah. You, I looked it up yesterday and it's 223 oysters in three minutes. Oh, shucks. Um, that's a lot of oysters. Hey, can a I lot. just say something to both of you? Oh, shucks. <laughs> Yo, that's mad funny. Oh, Here we go. Oh that's great, dude. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, man. Uh, what did you Amazing. want to say more? Do you I like have, oysters? I've never had an oyster in my life. Oh, you've oh, never really? had an oyster. I heard it's an Afro thingy. Yeah. Um, no. what, what? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah it makes it grow an Afro. Yeah. Um, what do you think an oyster tastes like, yeah. Dan Mori? Ghibli? Like, jiggly? Ghibli. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like really loose? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? No, keep going. Like inside your head. No. Like keep going. wobbly. Um, very like wet. Ghibli is all I know. I've never had that to eat. Okay, so <laughs> Brenda, here's what we're gonna do. Can I ask you a quick question? Is my what? auntie Brenda? You sweetheart. No, is it? Yes. You're Maury's aunt. Hold on, pause. What are, are you, you doing? Pause one second. Are you Maury's real? <laughs> hey, Brenda. I love you, Maury. Okay, Brenda, hold on a second here. Um, because we've, knew that we've, voice. we've been down this road so many times with Maury. Are you Maury's actual aunt, or are you just a woman that Maury knows that calls no, his No, I'm his actual aunt. You okay, what's the, what's the relation? So, like, you're... Oh, okay, so Frank, Maury's dad, is uh, your brother. Very good. Brenda. Maury, I love you. Don't get mad at me. Savage. Auntie Brenda. Against your own nephew. So here's what we're going to do. Maury, yeah. you're going to go to the kitchen. Oh, no, I've never had an oyster. And you're going to look for some oysters. Oh, stop it. You may not find them. If it's not, uh, there is a... Um, go to that joint just down uh, in the bottom of the building across from us. 
They and you're going to go buy some oysters. And Brenda, remind us again. What's the record? 223. Okay, cool. So you got to get at least 224. Don't worry. My family, what are you doing? Yeah, Thank you, Auntie Brenda. You just got you just um, got rough. Can I say something? Yeah, sure. Maury, don't get mad. I won't. And don't get even. Okay, also, it's impossible to get my family off the phone. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Maury, go run to the store. We're going to play a song when we come back. It's oyster time. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. I is the buy that builds the boat, and I is the buy... Sorry. <laughs> what is that? That's an old Newfie song. Newfoundland song. Oh. Come on, man. Why does it smell like red lobster up in here? Well, because Maury f- sourced oysters. The, so the challenge was uh, somebody had called in and... Yeah, Maury's aunt. It's Auntie Brenda. A- aunt Brenda called in. <laughs> Savagely. I know. Aunt Brenda called in to let us know what the world record for oyster eating was because Maury consistently tries to break world records on this show and you feel that the eating ones is where you have the best shot. It's If I'm going to win something, it's that. It's going to be the eating ones, yeah. If you're going to win one of them, it's going to be the eating ones. And the Guinness world record for uh, oyster eating, yes, oyster shucking, is uh, 223. Right, and Maury, you have never had an oyster. No, ever. Never even tried one? No, because Like at I, a wedding I, or anything no, like I that? I see them yeah. and I think no. What are your thoughts when you do see an oyster? Gross. Okay. <laughs> Why would you ever feel that way? Because they look disgusting. <laughs> yeah. uh, but people, oysters are one of these things that people swear by. Like I people, love oysters. Are you do. kidding? Yeah? You love oysters. Oysters, mussels, all that stuff. Really? See, I like love, mussels. Love. Love. Okay, then you may be okay with this then. Yeah. Uh, now, are these shucked already or no? No, no, I need Mocha's help. But oh I, my I God. found a shucking thing. Okay. A knife? Yeah. yeah. I don't know how to shuck an oyster, man. No? Okay, Mocha, get over there. I don't know how to do this. Now, don't you, once you shuck it, like, don't you have to scrape it off the bottom too? Have you done this before? Is there juice that's going to come out of that? Oh, like, yeah, lots. I got to oh, take off my rings. Oh, oh, jeez. Okay. And my watch. So I guess I'll start the time. We have to find... Okay, so Mocha's jamming a knife like inside the, the shell. I don't know if you can hear that. It's all falling apart. I don't think it's supposed to fall apart like that. Yeah, I don't know if these oh, oysters oh, are... Oh, 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 Are good. Okay. Oh, here we go. There we go. Okay, so he's got it. Oh, he's got it. Look at that. You did it, Holmes. Okay. Look at you. Don't cut yourself, okay? Maury's got to eat that. Oh, pop it open. Here we go. Okay, look at that. Now, which part is the part you eat? This part right here. Okay, so you scrape that off. Yes. Okay, so Mocha's scraping that off. There you go. Do you put anything on it, like a little salt and pepper or anything like that? A really good way to do this yeah. is you, you sprinkle or, or you put a little bit of like hot sauce on it. Oh, delish. Um, but we don't have that. So okay. well, what's it going to be like without anything? It'll just be normal. It'll just taste like go. something with that hot sauce. Okay, so Maury, so you put that in your mouth and it just slides right down. Okay, I'll this start the timer. Go well. I'll start the timer. Uh, Maury, attempting to break the world record for most oysters eaten. I think that it's very telling that we've only shucked one. <laughs> mad, mad confidence in what Mocha has in you. Should I should I be shucking more? <laughs> well, no. let's just see how this one okay. goes first. Okay, and uh, what more, do I do? You don't eat the bottom, like you don't eat the shell. You just slide that into your mouth and oh then God, swallow. I'm so scared. Okay, Maury, in uh, three, two, one, down the hatch, down the hatch. I know, but the smell. What if I plug my nose? Okay, just slide it right down. I know. Right. I know. I'm so scared. Just put it in. It slides right down the throat. You don't even need to chew. But you can if you want. Down. Just tilt your head back. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maury, Maury's hand's shaking like a leaf. Okay. <coughs> Do you have it? No. It's so oh. salty. Oh. 
dude. Oh my god, he's shaking. Shaking. <laughs> suck. <laughs> suck it. Just suck it. Just Corey, suck come it. Come on, man. Suck it. <laughs> Just Did you have it? No. Still? I, th- I think you put it in. I think you just rest it on the bottom lip and then suck. And I then think the juices went in my mouth yeah, and that's the worst. I know, but I think that that's the way that you, I think that's the, the whole purpose of oysters is just put a little bit on your, on your bottom, put a little Yo, bit. Why, why are you shaking? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just put a little bit in and then just suck the rest. Like real quick. Like that. Okay. <laughs> Okay, you know what you're doing right now? You're not actually sucking. You're just making a sucking sound. <laughs> like you're not actually sucking anything. You just went like this, like, like you didn't actually. I think you might have even blown out at that. <laughs> okay, oh try God. again. You got this, Murray. Come on, you got this. You got this. You got this. Do the oyster. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> Okay. How is it? Oh, oh. God. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Is it in there? No. It's, did you scrape it off the bottom enough? Is, is it attached? Does it feel like it's attached to something? Oh, it tastes like gross. Okay, get it in there. Come on. You can do this, Maury. It's, it's halfway off the shell now. Oh, man. It's... Yeah. It's, yes. it's, 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 it's Half of the oysters just flopped off the end of the shell. <laughs> Maury. Maury just okay, on the count of three. It's still attached, man. On the count of three, you're just going to go for it. Yeah, okay. Here down, we go. Ready? You got this, man. One, okay. two, three. Yeah. You don't chew. Just suck it. Just swallow. Just, <laughs> just swallow. swallow it, man. Yeah, don't chew it. <laughs> don't chew. Okay. <laughs> and it's back in the shell. <laughs> oh, my God. It tastes like puddle. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what the record was, but Maury almost <laughs> ate an oyster in two minutes and 39 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> that's no joke though more honestly right. bro that is no oh it's all over your tongue you want another one no <laughs> here we go the Roz and Mocha show podcast Kirsty Alsop who if you watch a lot of HGTV she used to host a show called Location 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 and she got taken behind the woodshed on what? social media because oh, she reference. she had What's her said Kirsty Kirsty Alsop okay she's really wonderful I've met her a couple of times she's a great woman and um, she had said publicly that she has two sons who are twelve and ten and when they go on vacation she flies business class they fly coach <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah why did she want to pay for them to fly because they haven't earned it oh. Oh, so this is like one of those life lessons? Yeah. And (laughs) she got murdered by people on social media. Yeah. Yeah. She said that business class should be a huge treat that you've worked hard for. If kids get used to it, what do they have to work hard to, to achieve? It seems like an absurd waste of money and very spoiling is what she said. But on Twitter, people were like, you're going on a family holiday. Why don't you want to sit next to your own kids? (laughs) And somebody else wrote, stop being a snob and parent your spawn. Whoa. Right? And then she shot back with, what the bloody hell is wrong with you all? She goes on to say, they're being taken on vacation, for God's sakes. Yeah, they're they're not, not going should, to war. She should sit her. back there with them then. Why? It, because it's not one of her business trips. I agree with these people. If you're traveling with a family, sit with your family back there. Hell no. 
You would put Catherine and Roxy back there while you traveled in, in first class. <laughs> can, I, can I tell everyone, including you, Devin Moore, why Roz is in a full agreement with this woman? Because he would do the re- same thing. Uh, he has done the same thing. Like last year, you flew first class, Roz. <laughs> And this isn't me snitching because you, you fully told the yeah, story. Yeah, but I said it early in the morning when it wasn't going to hurt anyone's feelings. <laughs> but I it's like prime remember. time right now. <laughs> you told everyone that you sat first class while uh, Roxy and Catherine yeah. sat in economy. Right. And, so. they, and they had no problem with it. Well, I didn't say that, Maury. <laughs> stop. What do you like? Did you at least send I'm back just, cookies? Stop adding to the situation. <laughs> I did. I think I actually did bring Roxy my cookies. Yes, yeah? I, I believe that I did, but I don't think she wanted. Did you it. share your champagne or wine uh, with no, Catherine? No, that was all. That was all that's mine. First that's, only. that's first class only. That's sorry, I can't. I can't, I can't be that guy. Like, I'm, what am I? The UN? I start bringing supplies to the less fortunate. Like, that's my job Wait, now. Oh, so you like get gla- bored first. Like, like Catherine gets a glass, so I start throwing bags of rice back there for everyone else. Hold on, you get to board first, so that means Catherine and Roxy would have walked past you while you're sitting in first. No, we all boarded together because you can board as a family regardless of what oh, you're Oh, and you're sitting. like, oh, this is me, and they kept going? Yeah, and I, and I, and I, and I, like, and I told her at the last minute. Too. <laughs> no! Yeah, when you got on the plane? Like, it was really close to when we were like getting to the airport, yeah. What'd you say? Nothing, I just said, hey, like, oh my god, I forgot to tell you. <laughs> no, you did that, I forgot to tell you? Yeah. Oh, dude, that's the worst. Yeah, but no, I agree with this, because first class is something that you should work hard for. That should be the goal, and for you to just sort of get it, like I, like right now at Roxy's age, if we, we all went on vacation last year, and we all flew. We all flew first class. That's fine. And Roxy was up there with us because she's young. But once you start getting to that, like 12, 13, 14, if we go away and I fly business, she's not flying business. She's going in the back. Right. This is a thing that you individuals work hard for. This but you're is not still going to sit in the first class while your, your daughter is in the coach. Correct. I'm <laughs> I can't fathom yes. this. Life lesson. <laughs> Life lesson. Wow. Okay. Can I read? Uh, let me see here on a family vacation or sorry here. Uh, I strongly agree with a life lesson. Yeah. I'm all for that with children. However, however, uh, I could only travel first class when I'm alone or with my hubby, not with my daughters, uh, traveling with us. Uh, it'll just suck with them not being next to me. Somebody else texted in and said that, uh, those kids are lucky that they're even going on vacation with their parents. Uh, when she was younger, her parents would go on vacation without her and her siblings. Yes, exactly. Yes. Right? Thank and you. And told them, you can earn your way right. up to living this life yeah. that we live. Yeah. Now who's the good dad? Me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. This one's savage. This person didn't even write their name. Oh. Well, if the plane crashes, nose first. Mom dies. Wow. Watch out for karma. <laughs> hey, Kiss. It's Razamoka. Hi. It's Suman calling. How you doing, Suman? I'm good. I just wanted to say I completely agree with that lady. Yes, right? Like, completely. I have three kids. Yeah. But I'm like, you know what? You're right. They have to earn it. I feel like kids now, they're so entitled to, like, everything. iPads and whatever or not. And it, and it is and it is very expensive. And I don't, listen, I don't always fly first class, right? No, of course. I, it's just impossible. Sometimes you're, you're traveling for work and, and everything else. Like, it just, it's, and depending on what airline you're flying, like, to, to fly business class from Toronto to New York sometimes is like 2000 
thousand dollars and who's yeah. going to pay two thousand dollars crazy nobody that's why most times when you're doing it it's for work and it's an upgrade and all this other all this other stuff but uh but when we went away last year um i don't remember what airline we were flying um but there was a version of sort of first class whatever the it was bigger seats you got like some stuff and we did that and roxy loved it and i was we were happy to do to do that for her because she's young and it's and you want her with you and it's part of this whole experience but i get when you have kids who are like 13 and 14 who only want to sit on the plane with their headphones on and ignore yep. their parents anyway right yep. why am i going to pay two thousand dollars for you to ignore me when you can't even drink alcohol exactly and they're going on vacation yes yeah, yeah. they're getting, the, they're getting the vacation yes. paid for right paid for but if and my then, dad was sitting up there and i had to sit in co i would have a tantrum okay can you of course you would have a tantrum See, but, and can yeah, i well, can, i think let, it depends on the child <laughs> yes do we let, know what the, yeah. the woman from hgtv yeah do we, what's her name kirstie alsop so do we know if maybe in the past she has no. allowed her kids to sit first class and then said to them like listen this is a privilege and you got to work treat. your way uh you got to work your way up to let's it let's assume no Right. Let's assume no. Let's the conversation assume. must have sure, happened. Sure. Right? She seemed pretty adamant that ten and twelve don't get to sit in first class. Yeah. Okay. So you think it's unfair? So if I'm in, if I'm in, if I'm in first class, and then Catherine Roxy, or let's say <laughs> they walk by me, right? Uh-huh. And that's terrible. Can I tell you what makes me feel terrible when I, when I fly with them? If we're not flying business class, there is nothing that ruins a flight more for somebody who's six four. That when I look beside me and it's Catherine and Roxy, Catherine who's five foot one, Roxy who is like four feet tall when I look at them when my hips are in so much pain and my back is in so much pain and I look at them both curled up with their legs up on the seats yes. with all the room in the world <laughs> it looks like they're sleeping in a king size yeah, like I, I look at them and I'm like you're only doing this to torture me right now oh look at all the room I have oh why don't I sit cross-legged on this seat oh look at all the room we have and I'm literally in so much pain even though I yeah. understand the life lesson that this woman is trying to teach her kids yeah and she put out there on social media yeah i don't know if i could do that i would feel terrible sitting in first class well our son he just turned uh, a year at the end of april hey uh, pause for one second grab line number two right now okay uh suman we appreciate the phone call thank you so much okay thank you bye call display oh yeah exactly hi it's razamoka we have call display sweetheart <laughs> what? Hi, Catherine. Hi, Mocha. I just wanted to um to tell this story properly. No, don't, don't. What are you What are you doing? Don't. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. No, hold on. Okay, Catherine. Let me turn Ross's microphone down real quick. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be good. I'll be good. I'll be good. Okay. I'll be good. Tell I'll us the real story. So you guys are traveling as a family last year, right? Yeah. And our uh, what we get is that uh, Ross is sitting first class. You and Roxy are sitting in coach, and that he told you that he was sitting first class kind of like <laughs> close to the time that the flight was about to happen i i do think that's actually true i don't remember exactly when he told me that he was flying first class but i remember giving him a little bit of cut eye and being like actually but um the, the thing with Roz is i know that you guys had this well like you've got to work hard to be in first class um but the reality is Roz, although you may find it very hard to believe literally never complains at home he is not a complainer he is the most easy to get along with nicest happiest person and the one thing that he cannot handle is sitting in a tiny tiny airplane seat it's like it cripples his body he cannot he'll be miserable 
the entire time. So in that case, I'm actually totally fine with him sitting in first class and I sitting in coach because Roxy and I are tiny little like three and five feet people and it's fine. It makes no difference to me. And then he can be happy and we can get off the plane together and everything is great. This is what we, this is what I just said because I, I was explaining to people, sweetheart, that um, when I'm crumpled up like a, like a pretzel, <laughs> Yeah. Um, in in coach, and I look at you and Roxy, who have all the room in the world and are curled up like little balls on your seat. Uh, it looks like you're doing that to torture me, to, to, <laughs> to sort of to show off how much room you have. Yeah, I cannot sit on a plane without my feet underneath me. Like I have to sit like cross legged, yeah. and my feet have cross legged. Imagine that. Imagine that cross legged on a plane. <laughs> oh man, right? that's why you have such a hard time on planes, right? Yes. Yeah. And that is also why when you get off a plane, your body's shaped like an S. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> There's completely different reasons when we come back from vacation and Catherine's body shaped like an ass. You know what I'm saying? Oh my <laughs> which, God. which I would not be able to do if I landed all cramped up from sitting in coach. Oh my God. <laughs> you <Bye. stud>. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, sweetheart. Uh, love you. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> hey, it's Roz and Mocha. What's up? How are you guys doing? Good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. What's going on? So I- I'm a flight attendant, and we actually see those situations almost every day. Yeah. And it's more based on what seats are available as well, and they'll upgrade one person out of the family. Mm-hmm. And most airlines have a rule that if you're under the age of 12, you're actually not supposed to be in the business class cabin at all. Oh, really? Like, yeah. unless you're accompanied by an adult, or even if you are with an adult? Even if you are with an adult, because a lot of people that pay business class are flying for business, yeah. and they don't want to deal with a screaming child. Well, listen, and, and a 10-year-old's not going to yeah. scream during the entire flight. Well, maybe they have a nightmare if they fall asleep, but generally a 10-year-old's listen, not going to scream their as way. As a grown-ass man, as a grown-ass man, sometimes when I fall asleep, I have nightmares and I scream. Yes. So. <laughs> You'd be surprised how many kids in business class act up because they're entitled children and they think they have free run of the aircraft. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I, I get that. I get that. And I was thinking the other day, too, you know, I don't know if I've ever got along with anybody who grew up rich. I don't think anybody gets along with anybody that grows up rich yeah, unless they've no, grown up rich. Exactly. I don't know. And I've met a lot of people who grew up rich. Yeah. I don't know if I like any of them. Now that I think about it, yeah. I don't know any rich people. No, you don't know anybody who grew up rich? <laughs> no. No, I've known a couple a people. I've yeah. known a couple people who grew up rich. Too snooty? Well, yeah, I just, I just, entitled? Yeah, there, there's no, yeah, there, there's just, I don't know, they're, they're grounded in a different world. Like, they sure. sort of the space that I, that you and I come from, where our roots are based, uh, you know, there's a sense of, you got a little fight in you where they have fight in them, but it's a different kind of fight. Yeah. It's, it's not fighting to achieve something. It's fighting to keep something. And those are two different kinds of fight to have in you. And, uh, and, and it sort of breeds a individual that I don't know. I've just never liked anybody who grew up rich. Yeah. Never. Well, I, it's because you have a different life experience, right? Yeah. yeah. Hey, what's your name? I'm Jessica. Jessica. Thank you so much for calling in today. You're very welcome. Have a good day, guys. Right on. Later, baby. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. People let me tell you about my best friend. She's a person So you're telling me that best friends day is tomorrow. It is. You and I are best friends. I got a big day planned for us. I love that. And um, Damon Maury and his husband. Maybe they're best friends. Maury seems to think so. And the rule, as you've heard so often on this show is that Maury 
is not allowed to do a lot of stuff in the house. There's so many rules. No bare feet in bed. Not allowed to use Matthew's bathroom. Not allowed to touch the thermostat. Not allowed to, not allowed to touch the laundry machine. Not allowed to load the dishwasher. Correct. Not allowed to unload the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the number one rule, if there if there is a number one rule on that list, is Maury is not allowed to call Matthew at work because he is the busiest person. This according to Damn It Matthew. Uh, he's the busiest person in the world. And it is the one thing above everything else that Maury is not allowed to do. And so, what is this? Did Maury troll Matthew? Is oh, that what happened? Hard. hard. Okay. <laughs> Matthew speaking. Hey. Uh, hi. Hi. Um, so, I was just looking at the calendar um, on the internet, and tomorrow... You know you're calling me during the busiest time of the year, right? <laughs> but For me at work. Two seconds. Two seconds. Tomorrow is Best Friends Day, no. and I thought that you are would you, like to know... Maury? Maury, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> best the Friends busiest Day. busiest time of the year for me at work right now. I know, but... Are we best friends? Did you marry you your think? best friend? <laughs> yes. So can we celebrate Best Friends Day tomorrow? Like a picture or something for the for the Instagram. Oh no. <sighs> Everything with you is about Instagram and likes. <laughs> <sighs> You're my best friend. Okay, great. Yeah. I, I, Likewise, <laughs> I can't believe you're calling me at work right now for this. And but think about it, like you married your best. No, friend. I don't have time to think about it. That's my point. I can't even believe you're calling me right now. About this. Okay, we'll talk about. Okay, when bye. Okay. <laughs> oh no! What the? F- um, okay, so one more thing about Best Friends Day. Um, you know, you have that friend in Barry, Tracy. Yes. But you call her your best friend. Oh no! Yes. She is my best friend. She's my oh, actual. I thought I was your best friend. <laughs> Listen, oh, no. there's two categories. There's best friend, as in like a friend, like just a friend. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's that. She's my best friend. But you said You're that my you best married, friend that I you married. Said that you married your best friend. Oh no, I did. You know? I know, but I don't think you can have two best friends. Oh, no. you figure it out yourself. I can't talk about this after going to a meeting. <laughs> Fine. Oh no. You better be f***ing lying to me. Yeah, no, I'm... I'm I have one more quick question. It's, it's Maury. I'm sorry. I'll just be a second. It's Maury. Uh, <laughs> in the um, meeting. We're the best friends that anybody could have. We're the two best friends that anyone can have. I have no words. What is your favorite thing that we've done as best friends? Are you kidding me right now? Like, do you tell people at work that you married your best friend? I, I don't tell people anything at work because I busy working <laughs> okay I just wanted you to know in case anybody asked tomorrow is best friends day and you have one okay so Maury like, yeah. we're done we're gonna we're just gonna wrap this conversation I can't talk to you right now you get okay? so sexy when you're angry <laughs> do not call me back okay bye bye here we go the Roz and Mocha Show podcast girl let me read this to you oh the headline is Channing Tatum regrets jumping the gun to divorce Jenna Dewan. Of course. This is from Radar Online. And do you remember when they released that divorce announcement too? It was it like, oh my like God, we're so in love. Super cool friends. It sounded like an engagement announcement. It, it sounded like wedding vows. They were so in love, but it was them breaking up. Yeah. Here's what uh, Radar Online mm-hmm. has learned exclusively. Someone snitched, snitched to them. Quote, at first he was really pumped about getting his life on track and doing his own thing without her judging him all the time. Oh. But he's beginning to think he may have jumped the gun on, on the divorce. <sighs> Sources 
I say snitches. <laughs> Sources told Radar Online exclusively at the time that Dewan was growing increasingly jealous of Tatum's stardom while her career stalled. Tatum also took advantage of his popularity by partying hard and flirting with other women. But now the insider says Magic Mike Star, the Magic Mike Star, regrets his action. Yeah. The single life isn't what it's cracked no. up to be, the insider confessed. Never is. And the fact that Dewan is turning heads on the red carpet isn't helping. Yeah. Quote, he's also noticing Jenna looks great, mm -hmm. the insider admitted. Mm -hmm. She's more stunning to him than ever now. And he knows guys must be lining up for dates. Yeah. <laughs> lining up for dates? What is 1952? <laughs> <laughs> courtship. <at> its, <laughs> you know, Hollywood courtship. <sighs> The seeds of regret have already been planted, and Tatum is already dropping hints that he'd like to rekindle with his ex. Just this past Mother's Day, Tatum referred to Dewan as, quote, baby on Instagram oh. and said he loved her. Yeah. He wishes he'd given the marriage another chance, the source revealed, but of course, it's way too late for that now. Yeah, it's tough. I think we've all been in this situation where we've split up with somebody. Why are you shaking your head? Why are you, you, you uh, no. married the man of your dreams? Yeah, I know, but I get the I get what Channing saw. Like that feeling. Like I can't imagine you know seeing other people's heads turn, looking yeah. at Matthew or thinking of him moving on. Oh, my gut just wrenches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Catherine and I years ago when we were starting out. It, I, again, I made terrible decisions and there was a, a pause on the relationship that was completely inflicted by me and i was much like channing tatum where i was like what in the hell am i doing but i remember i saw her and i was like oh my god there's no there's no feeling that hurts more than in a relationship when you've made a terrible error in judgment and messed with somebody's feelings and you're starting to feel guilty about it when you actually see them and they look great. But not only that, but they also look happy. Yeah. There's no, it, nothing hurts more than that. There is no self-inflicted sort of wound that you can do to yourself. No, it makes you feel barfy. Oh, it just, it's everything hurts. Everything, everything. It's all like you made the wrong decision and then there's a physical reaction. There's all sorts of reactions. Wait, were you in that situation where you saw Catherine with somebody yeah. else? No, no, not with somebody else. I just saw her. Oh, And it's gotcha. not even with somebody else. It has nothing to do with anybody else. she just else. looked happy. She just looked good and she looked happy. And I was just That's like, why you should oh just stay with who you're with God. because you don't want that feeling. Yeah, and that's the that's the situation I'm in now. Well, no, it's I mean because I love her to death. Yeah, of course, right? I've my our lives would be disgusting without the women that we're with. My life would be horrible. Oh yeah, like it would be horrible. But no, there was just that one time, and 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 you know, and if you can fix it, fix it. And this is what I say to people like Channing Tatum. People are walking away too quickly from relationships now. Mm. A tiny little bump, and it's over. Fix it. If you don't think that you're supposed to live with with a little bit of misery, ask your grandparents how many years they've been married for. And when they give you that answer, then ask them how many years of those were happy. And, oh. they'll, give, and they'll give you the real answer. <laughs> yeah, the answer's like half of how yeah, long that they've exactly, been together. Exactly. If they've been together 80 years, maybe 40 were Yes. Good. Maybe. Yes. Okay, we're walking away too quickly from relationships. Because options are available. Everything is so easy now yeah. to just hook up with somebody That's why else. Maybe they just have this... This grand gesture, like thought process in their mind, where they're like, 
the possibilities for me are yeah. endless right yeah. now. No, but old there. people have it right. You work it out. You say for you better or worse, you out. work it out. I look at people now where I'm like, they've just dumped somebody and they're just like super egotistical about it. And I'm like, you know what? 20 years ago, a person like you wouldn't have the options that you do. Yeah. You're, you're living in such a great time right now. You shouldn't have these kinds of options. Settle down. Fix it. Yeah. Figure it out. Channing Tatum. You, you, what, you disagree on something? One thing? You disagree on one thing. Yeah. You disagree on that and it's, it's over. Like we're getting a divorce. Yeah, we're getting a divorce. Yeah. Fix it. Yeah. Grow up. Hey, Kiss, it's Raza Mocha. What's your name? Hi, this is Andrea. What's up, Andrea? How are you? I'm very good. Uh, first of all, I wanted to say I listen to you guys every single morning and you just make my day the best start I could possibly have going into work. So Aww, thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you, Andrea. So my husband and I are actually high school sweethearts. We've been together. Uh, we've been married now for about six years. And we've been together for 16. And wow. everyone, the first question, the first question they always ask is, wow, 16 years, like, did you guys ever break up? And I'm like, yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, we started dating when I was 15. So we broke up shortly after high school and we were apart for about eight months. And then we finally like ran into each other. And I was like, what the heck am I doing? Like, I love this guy. I don't want anyone else to be with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got back together, got married. Now we have a five and a half year old little girl. Aww. And yeah, it's just the best. The best thing is, uh, the best and the worst thing is seeing that person again after so long Ugh. and just being like, what am I doing? Why, why am I thinking there's someone better out there for me? Like, this perfect. So, so Andrea, are you saying then that, that the, the, <laughs> the breakup between Channing Tatum and his uh, soon to be ex, Jenna Dewan, like them breaking up may actually be a good thing for them if they find each other again and get back together? Honestly, it was the best and the worst thing that ever happened to my husband and I because we were so young when we first started dating and I just don't think we knew what we had until it was gone. And sometimes that's the best thing is getting out there and being like, yeah, no, come on. Everyone else is like garbage compared to this person. Can, so yeah, but they, the already, they already <laughs> have kids, though. They already yes. have a kid. Yes. Like they're they're yes. well advanced of where you were when you were younger. High school sweetheart breaking up. Like this is yeah. this is somebody you know, and I and again we're just speculating here of you know the information that we have, which is <clears throat> there could be some terrible things going on in that relationship, and if that's yeah. the case, nobody is advocating to stay in a truly terrible relationship. But what we were saying is that it is now so easy for people to say, okay, so here's what's going to happen: is you and I we're just going to go our separate ways, and then we're gonna we're gonna co-parent this little kid, and it's going to be great, and it's all about you know my happiness and your happiness. Well. It's not at that point. The only responsibility that you have in life, in life, is to not screw that kid up. Mm-hmm. That's the only responsibility that you have at that point, is to just make sure that that kid doesn't get screwed up. And yes, there are plenty of kids who were raised by two parents and it works and everything else, but you're playing odds here. And the odds of that kid getting screwed up because you decide to be a little bit selfish with your own personal happiness is not worth it. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, one other comment is I've actually gone through a lot of health struggles and uh, we were very close to uh, splitting up. I actually used the big D word one time with him and 
we were he was sleeping on the couch I was sleeping in the bedroom just to kind of make things okay for our daughter yeah but um, you know things that even even when you're married and even when you have a kid there's things in your life that test test that relationship so close to to breaking it and yeah. you know like you said sometimes there's things that are irreparable that you can't of course you can't come back from, of but, course of course uh, yes you got to try your hardest yeah. and the, the sacrament of marriage I think is taken for granted a lot these days especially with younger couples it's like oh we're gonna get married and we're gonna have the big white wedding and I, they don't realize that that's not marriage committing to people has become less of a thing these days it's just the general commit commitment whether you're married or not you can still make a very large commitment but things are so easy now for people you can just pack up move out and you're back on tinder and mm-hmm. you know life is just fine yeah. you can mm-hmm. you, it's cheap everything is just so cheap and easy right now that you no longer have to work through something because my god you have no more options and what you're really fighting about isn't that big of a deal you could just both figure out how to coexist in a world where god forbid maybe you don't agree on something. Catherine, there's lots of stuff Catherine and I do not agree on. Those pants being one of them? My pants being one of them. (laughs) But those specific ones you're wearing today, I don't want to say anything, but... But yeah, man. This morning, this morning, my husband got dressed and I was leaving the house and I went, wow, those pants are tight. And he went, are they too tight? I said, no, babe, they're not too tight. Don't worry. (laughs) You tell him, you tell him for me, there's no such thing. No such thing. Uh, Hey, Andrea, love you lots. Thanks very much for calling in today. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yo, Air Transat has an early booking promotion that is on right now until June 30th. Okay, let me go through this here with you. Um, If you book a South package for travel November 1st, 2018 to April 30th, 2019, you benefit from, this is the big one, price drop guarantee. Oh, I love that. People love that. The option to change your travel dates up to 21 days before departure. Why I like that is because I'm a very busy man. Oh. And you are so busy, I'm dude. So busy. <laughs> and I have this sort of fear of commitment, especially when it comes to booking a vacation, because I don't know what life is going to be like in early 2019. So with this, you get to change your travel plans up to 21 days before departure. Uh, they'll throw in a $50 future travel voucher for you. And if you book a luxury or distinction collection package, you will be upgraded to Option Plus, what? which is amazing. It's the best time to book. Go to transat.com right now for more info what are we doing now? how about we take a phone call <gasps> yes hey eric what's going on it's Razamoka. how are you hey Razamoka. how are you guys doing good man uh, so you tweeted us at kiss 925 yes i did and what was your question dude so my question is for all three of you Roz, mori and mocha is uh, what advice can you guys give me um in regards to a successful marriage i'm getting married june 23rd mm-hmm. and i want to know how you guys keep uh, your daily lives with such a busy schedule and make things work. So, first of all, Eric, how long have you been with uh, with your fiance for? Uh, we've been together now uh, for three years. And how has everything been in the three years? I assume great because you know, yeah, you we went to marry through, Yeah, we went through a, a little bit of a rough patch because I got sent away for work for about three months, but that was probably the toughest time that we had. Okay. Um, and and then now it's uh, I, I've moved into a new role where I'm traveling a little bit more, so it's a little bit difficult, but we're making it work. Um, but yeah, I love her with all my life, and uh, I, I feel that she feels the same way about me, which is why she's marrying me. Do you have any worries going into this that it, it won't be 
successful? Uh, no, I don't think that I have any worries. Like I, I'm very committed to what I'm, uh, why I love her. Yeah. So uh, I'm extremely happy that she said yes. And uh, I, I can't ask for anything more, I guess. Okay. What do you guys fight about? What do we fight about? We fight about uh, little things such as like, uh, I guess uh, planning the wedding right now. Her input is what I put forward first, but she obviously wants my input about the wedding. And I'm a little bit more relaxed about situations, so I don't feel stressed. Bef- um, but before uh, there was a wedding to plan, because everybody gets stressed out over planning a wedding. Yeah. Uh, I don't think yeah. that's that should be a reflection as to the couple that you are. Before you guys started planning a wedding, when you disagreed on something... Uh, what was it? Uh, I, I guess the best example I could use was uh, when I was overseas um, uh, traveling and uh, just going out with coworkers and friends. Uh, obviously, there was a little bit of tension there because uh, she couldn't control what was happening. But uh, I told her nothing to worry about. Like I love her with all my life. We're just going out to have drinks. That's the main gist of the fights. Like we don't really fight too much. We get along so well that we understand each other. So you, you'd be away for work and she was thinking that you were going out partying with women. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Eric, to me, it sounds like you guys are in a great place. I don't think you have anything to worry about as long as you are. I always say honesty is the best policy. As long as you guys uh, just keep it honest with each other and kiss every day. That's what I say. Yeah. Kiss every single day. Yeah. You got one job, which is to just always tell the truth, right? That's your main job. Yeah. Um, and then I would... I would say that you need to actively take a couple hours a week, even if it's just one hour a week, and just work on you guys. Um, and and I don't mean fight if you, it's not the time where you air your grievances, but to just be alone with each other and be a couple. And this does not count when you're talking about the mortgage. This doesn't count when you're talking about planning the wedding. This is just being with each other as a couple. Uh, you have that. And then when it does come to fighting, one of the things that I will always say, and it's been pretty successful for me, is it's fine to fight and it's fine to disagree, but don't let it bleed into everything. So if you're fighting about one thing, just make sure you're fighting only about that one thing. Meaning, um, if you have to go away for work and and she's pissed that you're going away for work, but then you also have to decide what you're doing uh, that weekend, don't fight about that too. You should be able to have calm conversations about the things that you are not currently arguing about. I know it's difficult, but you need to be very specific in your disagreements. Otherwise, your whole life is a wreck at that point, and then everything, uh, what you're having for dinner that night becomes an argument. Very true. I agree. Cover your tracks. And Maury says cover your tracks. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think I have to worry about Yeah, I think you'll be fine, Eric. Honestly, I think you're in a great place. You sound like you got an amazing woman and I think you guys are going to be just fantastic. You're going to be alright. If I can be married for two years, anyone can be married. That's true. If Maury can still be married after two years, anyone can be married. Thank you very much, guys. Alright, thanks problem. for listening to the show, Eric. Alright, thanks guys for the call. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. When's Father's Day? Is that this weekend? No, next weekend. No, next oh, weekend. it's next weekend. Yeah. Oh, right. okay. I don't know. I, I never know when Father's Day is. It's the weirdest thing, man. 17th. 17th. Okay. No, I, I love never Father's did. Day. Why do you love Father's I Day? I actually get to see my dad this Father's Day, which is pretty special, which is awesome. Yeah. And I saw, I'm so proud of him. I saw him this past weekend. He finished his tiki bar and everything. And right. Like, now I love my dad. Right. Yes, I understand that. 
Like now, now I'm getting to really get closer. You're both with, men now. You're both yeah. grown and yeah, yeah. Like he pulled out a beer from the beer fridge in the in the tiki bar. I said no, thank you. Right. Oh, <laughs> you don't want to share a beer with your boss? No, I, I'm, I'm I like cider now. Right. I okay. asked for cider. He goes, I don't have that fancy stuff. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I love your dad. It's so great. So you actually enjoy spending time with your father now? I I, I absolutely love it. Now. Yeah, yeah. That's great though. I yeah. love that man. I'm just trying to get in as much time as I can because, like, we all don't live forever. Yeah, tell me about it, Maury. You're talking to somebody whose dad's dead. (laughs) Hold on a second. I'm just going to sit back real quick. Put my feet up here. Just uh, just bag of popcorn and just... Enjoy okay. the show. Okay, you were saying I can't look at Russ okay. in the so, eye right okay. now. So yeah, so explain to me, Maury, how people don't live forever. So you want to spend as much time with them as you can. Again, how is that going to go? There's one time somebody asked me, "Did you ever feel speechless?" I now have an answer. <laughs> I should be wow, so I feel so himself. small right now. <laughs> so you were saying, explain to me again how? Yeah. Okay, go ahead, okay, Maury. Yeah, so more. So explain to me. <laughs> So explain to me how it's really great to be able to spend time and have a beer with your dad because people don't live forever. I just don't want these memories to disappear. Oh, okay. You know, I just God, don't want What wanna, would that be like? Because what, what's it going to be like when I don't have a dad? Jeez. I wish there was somebody who could help answer that question, more. <laughs> I can't even contribute to this conversation right now. Like, what are you going to do when you can't buy your father a Father's Day gift anymore? I don't know. That would be terrible. I'd be the worst. I'd hey, be the worst. Don't look at me for it. To help you out, bro. You got yourself into this mess. <laughs> How do I no, get myself out of You're not it. getting any help on this side of the room. <laughs> you're on your own little island over there. And I can't tell you the worst part about all of this right now uh-huh. is that I know if my old man was alive, he would love yeah. more. <laughs> That's the worst of all of this. Like all of this right now is I know out of the three of us in this room on this show, Maury would have been my dad's favorite. One hundred percent. Good one. Oh God. That's the biggest heartbreak of this whole conversation. That is. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Maury, what's the uh you ever won anything? Like what's the biggest prize you ever won? The ever, biggest? Yeah, like what was the like the, the sort of the most sought after where the you were the, the hard fought competition where you came out on top? Because I think that most people go through their lives without really winning anything. Because <sighs> simply because most people go through their lives without even really competing in anything. I don't think you ever, ever. Have you ever won anything where there was like a substantial amount of people, something at stake? Like I won a, a trip once. No, that's a contest. Right. Right. Like something you competed for. You don't I mean I won hockey trophies, but I didn't really deserve it. Right. Okay. So again, what the I'm team saying. Won. I was on the R- team. Right. Okay. Well what trophy did they win? We like uh we came in first. Oh, okay. And what was your contribution to that? Not much. Not much. Okay. <laughs> Wait, were you a player or were you no, like a part player. of the, like, <laughs> like, like, I don't know, like, yeah. Administrative. What, no, like, I, I was, I was the on coach, the team. Assistant you coach were, or on the team. I was on the team. What position I, did you play? I th- defense. Defense. Right. How many minutes were you? Not many. No, oh, not at all. Um, yeah. So I don't think n- I ever won. No, I got a trophy for swimming when I was a baby. 
<laughs> baby. <laughs> no, you do, you, do you remember? I still have the trophy in my bedroom. Yeah. No, you don't. You have a baby yeah. swimming trophy in your bedroom? Hold on. As a 40-year-old man. <laughs> you have a baby. <laughs> How Matthew, how Matthew ever gets aroused is beyond me. Because it's, it's a little trophy. If, it's if, a bronze baby I'll on tell the trophy. You, if if Catherine had a trophy in our room that was awarded to her for something she did as a baby, Roxy wouldn't be born. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Very yeah. difficult time. She'd also be single right now. Yes. <laughs> okay, so you have a, ba- a baby swimming trophy. Yeah, I earned that. In the, in the bedroom. Yeah. yeah. You earned that. I earned that. By how? By doing what? Splash around or whatever? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you earned nothing. Baby guppies, and then I won a trophy for hockey that I did not deserve. Right. Okay, so no. And a horseback the- riding ribbon. But <laughs> okay, but you got the ribbon for just participating, not for winning. You didn't win anything. No, no. I jumped over some things, and you get a right. ribbon. You jumped on a horse? Yeah, I used to go horseback riding in Wisconsin when I went to Olensang Ruby Union Institute. Okay, I can't go down that road. Wow. It's a Jewish camp. Right. I can't oh, get really? I, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't go, as much as I would love to, I cannot go down the Wisconsin Jewish camp horseback riding road right now. It's, that is way too involved of a story. And there was an old man in the field. Of course there was. Of course there was. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Line one. Hello. This is Roz and Mocha. Who's this? Hello. My name is Rachel. How are you, Rachel? Hi. It's my birthday today, actually. So I wanted to say hello to you guys. Oh, happy birthday, Rachel. How old are you now? Thank you. I'm 24. All right. What's the best part about being 24? Finally realizing you're an adult. Oh, snap. <laughs> was, it, was it a good realization or was it a terrifying realization? Uh, you know what? A little bit of both. I just moved into my first apartment, so I'm starting to be there. But I think now I'm like, I can finally say I'm in my mid-20s. Yeah. Uh, how long true. ago did you move into your, your first apartment? In November. Oh, okay. So what was the, for you, moving out for the first time on your own, what was the most shocking part of that whole experience. I think realizing how expensive cheese was. Hold on. Realizing how expensive cheese is? Yeah. You're right. Cheese I is... Feel ya. You're right. That is the kind of thing where you don't realize when you live with your parents certain things. One of those things that is a shock and a punch to the face when you're out on your own is how expensive cheese is. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and you think of all those days. Remember all those days that you would just like burn through your mom's cheese and even like leave a little bit on the side of the plate and then it gets all hard and you just throw it in the bin afterwards? Exactly. Yeah. And now I can't do that. I'm like, I better eat this or it's going out of my money bag. Yes. <laughs> cheese is very expensive. Wow. You're right. Anything else? Anything else, Rachel? Um, I mean rent, so no extra money. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. extra money. So is there yeah. anything in your life that you were kind of used to uh, having being able to purchase while you were living with your parents that now you have to scale back on or even eliminate completely from your life now that you're living on your own? Just think about the junk food that my mom used to buy us. Right. Yeah. I mean, now I have to budget everything. I can't buy five different types of deli meats or six bags of chips no, or anything that I can't can eat okay. at my leisure. Deli meats. Oh, deli meats are great, Mom. Yeah, her mom does. It's, she lives with her do. mom, man. What are you going to do? I can't remember the last time I had a deli So meat. what about the, the social part of living on your own? What was the rule at home while you were still with your mom and dad as far as having fellas over? I mean, I've always kind of had a boyfriend, so that okay. was there was a certain 
limit, obviously, of like when I could have sleepovers. But right, and how I mean, how did they regulate that? How did they regulate? Like, how did they put a limit on how many sleepovers you could have? To me, that sounds a little invasive. <laughs> like your parents were your parents were dictating like how many times you could sleep with your boyfriend. Well, I mean, it's their house, so if I like, if I wanted to have him over, you know, that have to be we'd have to be dating for a certain amount of time, and oh, you know okay. that kind of thing. So how yeah, how so often? How often were you allowed to have your boyfriend sleep over? Depending on how long we were together. I was with somebody for six years, so I was allowed to have them over every weekend. And they were allowed to sleep in the same room as you? At my mom's, not at my dad's house. Oh. <laughs> and, and what about now? Now it's like wherever. Well, yeah, exactly. Now I'm just like, all right, so my boyfriend's going to live with me now. So you were in your 20s, and so your parents are your parents are split. They live in two different places, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, for a long so, time. It's okay, so if you went to see your mom, it was okay to have sleepovers with your boyfriend. But if you went yeah. to your dad's, no sleepovers with your boyfriend, even at, what, 23 years old? Yeah, even at 23. My dad has always been super protective. But I'm his oldest. Say, but mom so. said it's okay? Yeah, no, my mom and my dad have completely different rules. Yeah. I find I'm that, my dad's baby, so there's nothing I can't, but you know. <laughs> I know, but you're 23, though, at that point, you know? Yeah, you should, you should tell him that. <laughs> yeah, get him on the phone. Let me tell him that All it's right, okay for his daughter. Him, I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> I can explain some things to your dad. Wow. All right, Rachel. So is there is there anything that uh, anything that you're looking forward to being on your on your own now? Definitely just like continue my adulthood. Like I'm excited to kind of be an adult now and be able to make decisions that are going to impact myself, right? Yeah. You can leave your like clothes on the floor. Oh no, that's the last thing I do now. In my old house, I didn't have a closet, so all of my clothes are all over the floor. So my room is spotless now. No, yeah, you got to watch out because if you start spending extra money on laundry because you're leaving clothes on the floor, that is less money for cheese you have at the end of the day. <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. You guys get it. Hey, Rachel, happy birthday. Thank you very much for calling into the Raza Mocha Show. We appreciate the fact that you listen. Thank you so much, guys. I listen to you guys every morning. You always brighten up my day. Oh, oh you're the best. You. Take care. You're the best. Thanks. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Damn it, Maury. Part of your big week birthday celebration, your final week of being in your 30s, turning 40, uh, one of the things that you wanted to do... <laughs> I thought you already turned 40. No, it's now or never. Uh, one of the things oh. that you wanted to do was you... Now, did you ask your dad to write a letter, or how did this happen? I said I, I want to... I, I asked him to write it. I you said, asked send me your it. thoughts. Okay. So Maury wanted his uh, his pops, Frank, to yeah. write him a, hey, my boy's 40 kind of letter. Yeah. And instead of just sort of sitting with it and having a private moment, Maury has decided that he would like to open the sealed envelope right now and read the um, letter that his dad, Frank... Uh, wrote to his boy who is about to turn 40. So Not Maureen, sure why he put duct tape on the back. Yeah, it's fine. Wait, um, so he wasn't going to write this on his own. You had to ask him? Yeah, no, because he doesn't write letters. Like, I haven't received a letter, written letter from my dad since I was in overnight camp. Right. This is like the first letter in years. Have you ever received a written letter from your dad, Mocha? No. No. Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you make it seem like we all did. Like, no, we did. My dad didn't. No, this is not an everybody story. This is just a you story. Okay, okay. So, uh, oh, geez, it looks like we got a lot to go through here, (laughs) Oh, goodness. Let me lean back on my chair. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so, Maury, go go ahead with your your birthday letter from your dad. Maury, 40th. Holy s***. It's a good thing we got all that swearing out of our systems already. Wow. What do you say or even want, what can I say that hasn't said been uh, about you by now already? Sorry, this is not to be a roast or for a moment I thought this was a roast for Roz. Kidding. 
you think or can imagine what the future is going to be or look like. In the beginning, when you were just over two years old, you hugged m- you hugged my leg and said, Daddy, we will be okay. I think the radio was playing Just the Two of Us by George Washington Jr. <laughs> Sorry, what? Just continue. <laughs> I knew we were starting a special family um, rebuild. And you know what? You have kept that same good attitude. As a dad, I... I... <laughs> Sorry. I presented various curriculum opportunities for you to learn, see and try what were available out there. These exercises very quickly enabled me check off the boxes, i.e. camp, um, hockey, baseball, um, just certain foods. I remember preparing spaghetti and meat sauce and very quickly having to clean it off the wall floor. I think you were kind of telling me what uh, what we want quickly. Reflecting back, this is also includes our trip to Barbados, where your bar, um, bar room tab on virgin banana daiquiris was higher than mine, and walking through the airport customs um, home with a short, uh, with a shoot of sugarcane. And bananas in hand while I was answering the question, anything to declare. And the um, Tennessee trip, I think, was a sign on what was to come. Um, What was where you had planned and we made a visit to a radio station. I think you were nine years old. We always had good times and fun um, building memories. Your ambitions and drive are incredible and have... Led you to great places in your life. Happy birthday. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> it sounds. Is there a chance, Maury, that this could be a puzzle? Because it sounds like he's left out every third word of that letter. It all makes. You're spelling and grammar right now, Maury? It all makes sense. It all makes sense. Because your father, Frank. <laughs> is horrible at writing <laughs> words down. But he's never told me how proud he is of me. No, he's proud of you, Maury. Of Come course on, he's man. proud of you. Dude. 40 years. Listen, man, we all know your pops is proud of you. He's talked to us on the show before. We've talked to him in real life. He's super proud but of you. something about bananas. But there was something about bananas. <laughs> Sugar right. cane. Can I be honest? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't understand anything in that letter. No, I know. I, I, oh. I remember Maury reading a part about checking boxes and bursting into tears. And I, wondered, I wondered what that trigger was and why checking boxes meant so much to you. <laughs> but listen, we should all be so lucky to get a letter like this from uh, from our pops and know that they're just so bloody proud of you. But uh, he is, Maury, and you know that. Uh, so uh, happy birthday. I hope Frank is okay, and this is not a letter that he wrote under duress. Have you talked to him in the past 24 hours? No. Okay, so we don't know if he's been kidnapped, <laughs> and there's some sort of meaning. Maury, go through this letter and write down every third word, because I bet he's asking for help. <laughs> Lori, please send help. <laughs> okay, listen, we'll take your phone calls. Mari, go ahead, answer the phones. 
Also, Frank Bananas. Write me a letter telling me how proud you are that one time we took bananas through the airport. (laughs) (laughs) Maury, why are you on your cell phone? Oh, is that your dad? Tell him, call him back. Hang up, hang up with Frank. Get in here. All right, give me your phone with with his number. Call me on my desk phone. I don't know that number. Just what did you want to say? I have uh, two minutes right here. What's up? Uh, what I'm saying is that it's not my writing. It is your reading. Yeah, but you I wrote mean, so tiny, a- dude. You wrote so tiny. Why don't you write so people can read? No, I, I wrote it perfectly fine. The reading, you have yeah, punctuation marks that were just like written right over that. Uh, read right over the uh, the punctuations there. And, and like uh, who reads where it's like constant flow. Like you're turning on a tap, and then when you get to the end of it, you say, I have no idea what was said. Well, because I can't see your small <laughs> writing through my tears. I couldn't see the road for all the laughing I was doing. No, oh, well. <laughs> next time, just write well, so that people can, like, honestly, you used to write bigger. I don't know when you're getting older, the font shrinks. No, it usually gets bigger because my eyesight is getting a little bit, the, the prescription is getting a little larger. My one thing, you didn't say love at the end. You just said happy birthday. You didn't say love, dad. Uh, I ran out of ink. All that uh, tiny wedding. Yes, it was. It was very, very uh, uh, special to be able to do such uh, such a letter. But uh, thought I could uh, uh, walk through a little bit of the path of path of the past, and uh, and uh, and had a little bit of humor that seems to be obviously in my own head. <laughs> I like that you mapped it out. Yes. Okay. Have a great day. Hey, wait, Frank. Oh. oh. <laughs> hey, Frank. What's up? It's Ross Mocha. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. <laughs> I should always know that uh, when you call a radio station that you're not the only one being listened to. No, you're right. Uh <laughs> listen, your letter was uh your letter was fantastic and I'm sure Maury explained to you that um he even though even though it's so super clear to Mocha and I, Maury still I guess sometimes has doubts. And what is super clear to Mocha and I is that you are in fact extremely proud of Maury. Of course I am. Then say it. <laughs> I am super proud. Yes, oh. indeed. You can make me oh. cry all over again. Do you have a meeting to go to? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> 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 Anything to get on the phone super fast right now. Yo, Frank, thanks so much, brother. You're okay. the best, Frank. Have a wonderful day. Thank Bye. you, brother. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. A big birthday weekend for Maury. Is it? Do you know what Matthew's getting you? I'm surprised you don't have a registry for your birthday. I thought about that last night. You're exactly the type of person <laughs> who would have a registry for I've your birthday. I've mentioned to so many people what I want, but Matthew's already told me, you don't hold your breath, you're not getting anything. Right. Oh, <laughs> but I'll tell you what, if I don't get anything, I've already gotten yeah. a couple of amazing <clears throat> gifts already. Which are what? Well, a couple of uh, messages, compliments from you guys, which I never get. What are you talking about? You left me a voicemail with, with a compliment. Then I compliment you. That shouldn't be such a surprise to me, by the way. <laughs> I know I sound like I sound like a complete jerk trying to rack my brain. When did you for call when, Maury? For when I when I complimented you. Is this what you sent me here? Yeah, you don't remember? No. Do I remember? No. Hold on here. Let me get this. So what is this? What am I playing? A voicemail that I left for you? Yeah. Okay. First new message. Ugh, if I never have to hear that voicemail recording again it'll be the greatest day of my life um why don't you ever answer when i call you um i had so much stuff to go through with you uh, my computer just died um 
God, I don't even know. Can you just call me back? There's, um, I need to talk to you about the podcast. I need to talk to you. So far, it's super sweet. <laughs> <laughs> you, okay. sound, you sound like you're in a great mood, by the way. About vacation. Um, oh, I hate this computer. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> um, anyway, God, where are you? Like, literally, you text me. 35 times a day and I call you once and you don't answer. Um, I'm going to go to bed soon. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. You were funny a couple times this week. I'll um, answer next time I call. <laughs> okay, later. Right? You said... I said what? You said that I was funny a couple of times this week. Oh my god! <laughs> Hold on, let me wind that back. Hold on here. Super so this sweet. is your big birthday compliment? This is my gift to you? Are you? Like literally you text me 35 times a day and I call you once and you don't answer. Um, I'm going to go to bed soon. Anyway, um, yeah, you were funny a couple times this week. <laughs> I'll um, answer next time I call. Okay, later. To save it, method will be saved for <laughs> 10 <saved> days. <laughs> save for 10 days? Okay, so that was my birthday gift to you? I mean, how was I said you were funny a couple times this week? Such a great compliment. Jeez, I mean, Maury. but not as good as the compliment that Mocha. So, what is this? A voicemail me. that Mocha left you? Yeah, Mocha also, like about? a huge oh. compliment. Okay, hold on here. What? Let me play this. This one, number two, right? Yeah. Okay, hold on. What are you guys talking Okay. Maury, your great I can't imagine life without you. Maury, your my best friend. Maury, <laughs> in my <laughs> dreams, we're soaking up the sun alone on the beach. Rubbing <laughs> lotion on each other's bodies. <laughs> I think about you every day. <laughs> What the hell is this? Wow. Dude, Why the, hold on. Thank you so much. Hold on. That is okay. I never, ever <laughs> left a voice. Is, is, sure? is that not your That's, voice? No. Hold on a sec. You didn't leave a message for Maury talking about how you want to rub lotion all over hold each other's on. bodies on the beach? Why? Can you play that again? Yeah, of course. I would love to. Thank you. Okay. Maury, your great I can't imagine life without you, Maury. You're my best friend. Maury. In my dreams. Dude. We're soaking up the sun alone <laughs> on the beach. Rubbing lotion on <laughs> each other's bodies. I think about you every day. Okay. First of all. First of all. Damn it, Maury. First of all. You legit just took like various clips from the show and pieced that together. <laughs> no, that, that sounded that, legit. That sounded normal to me. <laughs> and again, thank you. <laughs> Happy birthday, buddy! <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. There's a Dunville teacher. Where's Dunville? Dunville, yeah. somewhere in Ontario. Hold on, let me look it up. Uh, Dunville secondary teacher. Went before a tribunal and admitted to everything that she was accused of, including uh, slapping a student, 
telling another student that it sounds like their ass cheeks are too close together. Oh my and God. Telling a what? third student to quote, lick me where I fart. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. What? <laughs> this is not real. Yeah. Come on. A, yeah. An no, Ontario teacher on. who slapped a student and told another one to quote, lick me where I fart received a two months license suspension. Oh my After pleading guilty God. to professional misconduct for the second time in two years. Get out of here. Yeah, it's really crazy, too, because I, like, oh, my God, like, I had some teachers do and say some awful things, but there was was no way to suspend a teacher back in the day. Like, you couldn't do anything. You'd go home and tell your dad that your teacher slapped you or told you to lick them where they fart, and your dad would be like, well, what'd you do? And I'd say, well, I did this, and he goes, it serves you right. I got a teacher in trouble. You did get a teacher in trouble? Yeah. Of course you did snitch. Well, no, he had us put all of our hands on the table. And yeah. he would, like we, he would put our hands on the table and he'd walk on our hands if we weren't really? paying attention. What a mental case, man. And whenever what does it I matter did with the, people? Right? And anytime I did the announcements, he would throw chalk at the speaker and tell me to shut up. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow, the temper yeah. of yeah. some teachers now, was, back in the day. Was huh? it just you that he didn't like or was it just all students that he didn't? He didn't like the students. He didn't like the like students. Like he refused to go on the trips. And all the parents, like I remember my dad going to the school saying, well, well why are you here? What's wrong with you? Really? Like, he's uh, just an angry man. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. crazy. Hallaman he- County, by the way, is, uh, is where Dunville is. Yeah, so they say it's a, uh, it's a serious consequence. And because it's a serious consequence, it sends a strong message to the profession. This is what they say about the teacher getting suspended, uh, losing her license for two months. Uh, the three-person committee followed the advice um, and suspended the teaching license of this teacher for the next two months but and she'll receive an official yeah I know she'll, for saying she'll, to lick me where I you. fart yeah and slapping a kid like come on that, I thought that'd be like a fireable offense That's, it's very difficult to fire a teacher especially with unions and everything else it's yeah very but a difficult. teacher that slaps a kid I, agree, I would like two months is not enough no 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 I agree with that but I would like to know what the one kid was doing that she said that it sounded like his ass cheeks were too close together <laughs> like what is what could you what could the situation possibly Possibly have been. I've never once been in a situation where I would look at somebody doing something or saying something where I thought that that was an appropriate remark. I don't even know what you'd be getting at with that. Yeah, that's wild, man. But uh, but yeah, oh geez, man. I remember when I was a kid, like teachers used. To, it was the Wild West back then. Like, but didn't teachers used to like like paddle people? Yeah. Like, were you around them? No, I remember I was going to get into a fight, and everybody knew that there was going to be a fight and that this kid wanted to fight me. Yeah. And so there was a crowd of, I don't know, like 80 people outside was this gathered it? around and the circle was already there. And I remember, I fully remember my shop teacher walking me to the door and patting me on the shoulder, wishing <gasps> me luck. Yeah. And opening the door for me. Seriously? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Like no joke. Put up your Duke. Yeah. Like no joke. Protect like they, yeah, they knew it was going down like wow. fully. And I was in junior high at this point. Oh no. This is like grade seven. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like no joke. So, as opposed to stopping the fight. As opposed just... to stopping the fight. I had, I had another teacher that there was this older kid that wanted to, whoop this uh, this kid that was my age named David I think and then I remember it, and instead of the teacher doing something about it I remember a teacher coming to me and this other kid who was also a big kid like me going don't let that happen really yeah 
Like he basically like you know sometimes when uh, like everything is going wrong in a movie and they deputize people that yeah. really you know that's what it was. He like basically deputized us and gave us the power to stop any sort of confrontation, but also put it on us as in if anything does happen, this is on Take you. Care of it. This is on you if something that's happens. Horrible. So make sure it doesn't happen. Wow. Yeah, like it was a wild west, but no teacher ever told me that it sounded like my ass cheeks were too close together. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I found this yesterday. Let me read this to you. This may be the most savage obit ever written. Obit? Yeah. Okay. Obituary. I know what it means. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine somebody in your life that you just dislike so much? Oh, wow. And then when they die, you're actually the one that gets to write their obit. Oh, man. Could you imagine that? Think about that for a second. Think about the person in your life that you've disliked the most. And if they died, you were the one who was tasked with writing their obit. This is just like one giant roast? So here, let me, let me read you this. It's short. So she's an older lady. So Kathleen Demlo was born on March 19th, 1938 to Joseph and Gertrude. She married Dennis Demlo at St. Anne's in Westboro in 1957 and had two children, Gina and Jay. Sounds pretty good so far. Yeah. In 1962, she became pregnant by her husband's brother, Lyle, and moved to California. Oh! She abandoned her children, Gina and Jay, who were then raised by her parents. She passed away May 31st, 2008 in Springfield and will now face judgment. She will not be missed by Gina and Jay, and they understand that this world is a better place without her. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wow! <laughs> you bloody believe that? Wow! People are so... That's like you just get that last word, right? Yeah. Like you just like... That's that is this is the greatest. And you've been holding on to those lines oh forever. This is the greatest. I'll get the last word on you that I think I may have ever read. Yeah, you're not going to get the last laugh. God, could you imagine your obit? Your kids, right? She abandoned her children, and the world is a better place without her. Damn, that's your mom. <laughs> <laughs> that is straight like. That is straight up savagery. Yeah. Thug life in it. Yeah. God, I love that. That's so harsh, man. That's why you got to treat people good, man. Uh, Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So, (laughs) Anthony from Queer Eye on Netflix. Damn it, Maury is in love with this guy. I guess he's super hot, right? And he's like talented and knows a lot all about food and wine. And it's, Bro, I've never yeah. seen Dan Moore smile so much in my entire life. No, I know. So imagine if you are a super fan of somebody, like a stan, right? And you creep them on social and you comment and you just want to be noticed and you send them DMs. And they just never acknowledge your existence, mm-hmm. which is a lot of people. A lot of people. Well, I mean, to their defense, if they've got like literally thousands and thousands and thousands of followers, it's hard to keep up with those comments and DMs. But it's also frustrating as hell when you're the fairy. Yeah. So imagine you had the opportunity to get that person you were a huge fan of on the phone and ask them why they ignore you. (laughs) 
Yes, Queen! Anthony, how are you? Good, how are you? I am awesome. This is like the best dream come true ever. I like am totally obsessed with you. I like creep your Instagram all the time and like comment on stuff. And you never write back. And in fact, Wait, you I comment on stuff? I comment on and in fact I DM you all the time and you never write back. I like write you on DM going, Oh my god, you're so super hot. Oh my god, if you read the phone book I would sit. No, you don't. You're lying. I'm adding hold on, hold up we're doing this right now. What okay it, Okay, because my, my next Instagram thing was gonna right be now. like, Do you wanna make this young gay boy's dream come true and follow him? Oh god. <laughs> I'm doing no. it right now. What is it? So at, spell it for me. At Dammit Mori, D A M N I T. M A U R I E. You're a liar. You never messaged me. Yeah, check your DM. I write you all the time. Ooh. Oh my god, you have. See? <laughs> okay, well now I'm writing back. I just sent you a heart. There, so we can move on from this. Oh my god. We're officially friends on Instagram. Oh, <laughs> Mission accomplished. Right. That wow, is... you made that young boy, that young gay boy's <laughs> dream come true. Mark, you should do a learning annex on stalking celebrities, man. You really should. You got some, you got some strong yeah. techniques. Are you young like me? Have you, have you DM'd a celebrity and haven't gotten a response? Oh my Well, I could teach you the tricks. God. Uh, okay. Now that we're into this, let's get into the meat of this interview here. Um, where do you want to where do you want to start okay th- so there's <laughs> i have two okay you choose i'm going to tell you the title and you choose which one you want to listen to okay first date meal okay or drizzle on abs excuse me <laughs> drizzle on abs why did you even mention the first one <laughs> okay so since you have like amazing abs and you show them off on your instagram all the time and i like click like 10 times if someone wanted Three to photos in six months I, isn't considered a lot, but anyway, as you are. Oh. Uh-huh. If someone wanted to drizzle something on <laughs> your abs, what is a good ab drizzle food? Because I've heard honey is too sticky. Oh, um, maybe like should we replicate like a Ricky Martin video where it's hot wax, or does it have to be something edible? Well, I mean, you're the food guy, so I assumed you wanted food drizzled on your abs. I guess it should be food, right? Yeah. Um, oil, a really good. First cold press extra virgin olive oil. Oh, jeez! Damn, I'm more in there shaking his head. We gotta put a PG thirteen on this interview. <laughs> okay, so Anthony, if it was our first date, what would you cook me for dinner? Mm-hmm. What is the sexiest food for a first date? I would make an, a New Zealand spring lamb. There's something really hot about watching somebody eat meat, um, especially when it's off the bone. So I would like salt it perfectly and then I would maybe do like a macadamia honey nut crust. Um, so then I would sear it so that it would be nice and crispy on the outside and just like the perfect medium rare and really tender. You know when you have like a lamb lollipop and you like pull it with your teeth and the meat just like pulls right off of the bone? I think that's really hot. Wow. You're making me all like quiver and weak. <laughs> we haven't even gotten a dessert yet. Yeah, but you're making lamb so you know that's not bad. <laughs> That was. Did you just did you just make a lamb joke? I did. <laughs> that was good. That was very clever. Hey, Maury, Maury, what's this guy? I gotta follow this guy now. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Money, 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 money. <laughs> uh, money. Yeah, talking about money is so interesting when you find out the motivations behind people. The question is this: Would you accept a promotion if it did not come with a raise? Would you accept a promotion if it did not come with a raise? And shockingly, from the 
research that I'm reading here, 64% of people said that they, yes, they would in fact accept a promotion yeah. if it didn't come with a raise. Uh, guys are far more likely to do it uh, compared to women. 55% of women said that they would. 72% of guys said that they would. And I think that this goes back to, you know, our lives, our, our relationship with work is different now. Totally. You know, we don't, we no longer want to work for the same company until we're 65. Like you move around now. Yeah. And I think that that is maybe how people expect to get the promotion or get the raise. And that's why these numbers are so high. I'm in that percentage. You that are. high percentage. I, yes, I would. And yes, I have. You have. In the past. Yes. Oh, my God. Of course. Wow. Hey, Kiss. It's Ron Zamoka. First of all, I just want to say I love you guys. You guys are amazing. Aw, thank um, you. What's your name? My name is Adriana. Adriana, what do you want to say? Um, I actually recently just took a promotion at my, jo- at my job. I'm a daycare teacher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just got promoted to assistant supervisor without a raise in my pay. Right. <laughs> did, they, did they give you a reason? Uh, well, I will be getting a little bit more money once you're there for a year, but yeah. it's just because it's a privately owned daycare. We're just new. And to be honest, I love my job so much that that really doesn't affect me. So no. what do you what do you think would have happened? Here's the here's the question. If you accepted a promotion without a raise, what, yeah. what do you think? What was your rationale as far as your option to say no? What would have come from this had you not accepted the promotion? Uh, do you think that it would have, do you think that it would have hurt you in the in No, the, not in, at no. all. No, because my my supervisor is so respectful of me that she knew that if I wouldn't have wanted to take it, she wouldn't have put that against me. Did right. this ever cross your mind, Adriana? Because when I was in uh, that exact same position before I took the, the promotion for no pay, what I thought, and tell me if you felt the same way, is that if I don't do this, they're going to go ask somebody else. And then at yeah. some point, that person may advance in the company. Yeah higher than I would have uh, had I not said yes. And at the same time, the next time that they may look to someone within the company to say, hey, we want to give you a little bit more responsibility for extra pay or Mm -hmm. for no pay, they'll just like skip right past my name because they'll say he said no the first time. Why is he going to say yes this time? Yeah, you got to kind of cover your own ass a little bit, I guess, huh? Yeah, and I guess, yeah, that's a way... Of putting it to and they also asked these these people in this survey what is the amount of time that you would be at a new job before you can expect a promotion and uh, most people said two and a half years wow yeah well i i've been doing this nine years and i've worked at two daycares and i knew for a fact that those day, those daycares i would have never been promoted because they already had a set assistant supervisor right. or supervisor so that's what i was saying is that our view on work now is that maybe that promotion and raise doesn't come from the place you're working it's going to come from the next place you work hey thanks so much for the call no problem have a great day hi it's ron zamoka oh my god okay so i'm so happy because i listen to your show every morning oh wow what's your name (laughs) my name's heather well i had a job last year at a factory and i'm not to my own horn here i did everything there i could handle any task so they had absolutely tried to ask me to become the backup supervisor awesome no problem definitely promotion yes Right off the bat, oh, well, we don't have to give you more money for it, though. Sometimes the promotion with uh, with no money could bite you in the ass. Well, yeah, and that's it. I mean, why am I going to strain myself even more for this company if they're not giving me anything in return? Yeah, right. Like it's here, a gamble. Like, I will, I will say this. There are times that it would make sense perfectly. Like, I think we have to get out of our sort of cushy mentality here. If you were a guy or a girl that worked for a place where your job was to sweep the floors, mm-hmm. okay, and you'd been sweeping the floors for two and a half years. And then somebody came to you and said, 
you no longer have to sweep floors. We're going to give you a promotion. It does not come with any more money, but your new job is all you have to do is sit there and count the amount of people who are sweeping the floors. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You, of course you would, you, of course you would take that, yeah. you know, like it depends on how drastic the workload, um, you know, becomes, but, uh, but yeah, no, uh, somebody text this into us. Uh, do you really want to work for a broke ass company, but I can't afford that can't afford to give you an extra 10 or 15 grand a year. Sounds like they're not the long-term company anyways. Well, needless to say, I mean, I did take the job, and two weeks later, I gave them my two weeks' notice. Oh, oh wow. wow. Damn. <laughs> I have a lot no playing around with you, Heather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we appreciate the phone call. Thanks very much for listening. Oh, no problem. Then. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Um, let me just make the announcement now, Oh, Roz, that at 8 o'clock, the commercial-free Roz and Mocha mix with DJ Climax, uh, I will not be able to yell out this Friday. Oh no, why? My throat hurts. No. I've been sick for the past couple of days. But can you not like just do no more, you can't do it. Can you not just like I can I could do like a boring version of it. Yeah. But I can't I can't amplify my voice higher than what it is right now. Okay, hold on here. Here's what we can do. We can fix this. We can do something cool. Okay. Um and more, do you have like a multi track? What do you call that? Where you can like can you layer a bunch of stuff on top of stuff on top of stuff? What if we did this? What if we had a bunch of people call in? Yeah. They all yell it's Friday. Yeah. And then we just take those and we just put them all together into one giant mess. Oh, I'm good with that. Yeah? I'm I'm totally fine with that. Okay. <laughs> I'm down with that. Why are you so sick? What happened? You I don't know. Well, my kid was sick. My kid was sick first. No, sorry. My wife was sick last week. Yeah. And then my kid got it. And then I thought I was in the clear because everybody in the house is like kind of a-okay. My kid's still sick sure. a little bit. Uh, and then I got it. But I don't know if it's because because I go in and out of the house so much yeah. when I'm at home during the day that inside the house we keep it icy cold. Yeah. And outside has just been like deathly hot. Yeah. So I'll go outside, spend a little bit of time outside, and then run back in the house, cool off for a bit, and then go back outside. Sure. So I'm sure that contributed to it. Well, I know it's a I mean it's a virus. You got yeah. something from somewhere. Yeah. You know. I know Jax is sick. Jax who works here. No, really? Yeah. How are you feeling, Morgan? Maury's Maury what come in here I can't know what you're talking about Dude, you just, again Maury, you're in a soundproof you just, booth honestly this is what I this is what you did this is what you did I looked at you and I was like hey Maury how are you doing and you took your hands and just pointed at your nipples can I say what happened to me what happened to you I have a stomach thing yeah so this morning oh okay, pause for one second um cause it's like pause, it's not pause, pleasant pause 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 um Maury made the mistake that a lot of people make when they're about to turn 40 or in their 40s. Uh oh. What do you mean? Which is Maury has not yet learned the lesson that <laughs> there's always a good chance that it's never just a fart. Oh, no. <laughs> you get what I'm getting at? Did that happen this morning? <laughs> yep. Yeah. I had to go back into the shower. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so. <laughs> no. Yeah. So it happened so, at home. Yeah. Yeah. Not here, though. No, not here. No, no. And it's unfortunate. It really is unfortunate. And I don't want to goof on Maury too hard for it. But uh, but that kind of life is really unfortunate. And I know I know men this has happened to. I know women this has happened to. Is that but, an yeah. age thing? Like this yeah. is what my life has become now? Yeah, it's either you're either going to get one. Listen, when you when, around when you turn forty, you can guarantee whether you're a man or a woman, you will get one unexpected gift. Okay, you're either going to accidentally poop yourself or you're going to wake up with a hemorrhoid. 
Oh, right. That's no. what happens. That's what happens when you're 40. Oh my god. <laughs> so you had to. Awful. So you hopped in the shower. You showered again. Yeah. Yeah. And then I put everything in the washing machine, and I've yet to tell Matthew. Right. Wait. Did you start the washing machine? No. That's his job. Oh, 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 oh you, oh, dude, I'm not allowed to push the button. You put it in the washing machine and you didn't even turn it on. Okay. I'm not allowed. Here's what you have to do. I, I don't want to be in trouble for two things. No more. You have to right away. Oh my God. It's oh, four, it's 40 oh, degrees no. out. Too. <laughs> oh, and, that and condo you, is going to stay. And, and I bet you Matthew hasn't even turned on the AC yet because he's so terrified of the bill. Um, oh no. Okay. Yeah. I would, I would call him and wake him up. And, Seriously? Yeah. So I'm going to get in trouble for three things. <laughs> And you're old. (laughs) Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I have a question. Yes, sir. Did we know that they were making another Willy Wonka movie? Did we talk about this already? I have a feeling we did. Did we know that they were doing like a, a, a... not a remake of uh, Willy Wonka, like but... Like an origin story An Willy origin Wonka? story. Yeah, did Who's we know this? Willy Wonka? Well, they have a short list now. Ryan Gosling, Donald Glover, or Ezra Miller. Who's Ezra Miller? Ezra Miller was in... Uh, wasn't Ezra Miller in Fantastic Beasts? He was, absolutely. Yeah, and he was also in uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower. Oh, I like that kid. Yeah. So those are your three, your top three candidates to play Willy Wonka in the origin story. I think it should go to Ezra Miller. Donald Glover seems a little old for that, if you ask me. I was going to say the same thing. I would, to be honest, I would think... I would, yeah. I, I would also think Ezra Miller. Second on my list would be Ryan Gosling because I think Ryan Gosling is a little Can, on the. I mean, he's still a young guy, but yeah. to play a younger Willy Wonka, I think Ryan Gosling is too old. Can I whisper a racist question into your ear? Can you whisper a racist well, question say, into my ear? Like Donald, like Donald Glover being cast, like is because I mean, turn having a, a black actor play Willy Wonka because we've known him forever to be. Yeah, I think that, that was if what I was going to whisper yeah, in your ear. By I the mean, way. I think that if you're going to reimagine Willy Wonka, I think that you can do really whatever, whatever you, you want, want with yeah. the character. Um, I, you know, I think that you go for the best actor. But sure, you know, it's it's tough because you open yourself up to that immediate criticism, which in most cases is completely asinine. Yeah, and deliberately out of place but i do think ezra miller is the question though was really the person i've never been a huge fan of willy wonka like i've never oh, like uh, the original one is fantastic yeah no but we like we we've watched the I, movie once yeah same. Uh, and even we read the we read the book and we have the book on tape and we listened to charlie chocolate factory in the car and a the couple Great of times elevator no um and it's fine. Like, it's fine. It's okay. But yeah. I don't have this big, deep desire to get an origin story of and Willy that's the Wonka. Thing. I didn't think that... It's not really my thing. People had a attachment to something like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or Willy Wonka the character yeah. to warrant a origin story. And they did this with The Wizard of Oz when um, Zach Braff did that movie a couple of years ago. Oh, that was so oh, bad. Yeah. With, um, what was it called? With Mila Kunis. With, it, with Mila Kunis. Oh, and, wasn't it called Oz or something? Yeah, Oz the, the Great, great, great Powerful. powerful. Yeah. You know what? I, I didn't, didn't mind, mind it. I didn't mind that one at all. Yeah. I actually kind of liked that one. But to even be honest. but even still, I was like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It was fine. But I but like like Willy Wonka and uh, Wizard of Oz, all that stuff. I don't have that sort of. I don't have that. But love don't you want to know where it. he got the factory? No, I don't. I don't care. It kind of ruins it sometimes. And the building of the the nope. chocolate stream. Nope. How he created nope. the chocolate flowers. No. Nope. No. Nope. Nope. I don't care. Sometimes I, I don't know. I feel like nope. sometimes 
when things are presented yeah the way they are yeah you should just accept that that's the way they are i yeah. don't need to know what, why they are the way no. they are or how they became that way what made that whole movie wonderful and that whole story wonderful was there was this guy this eccentric who did what he did where he did it and was offering something so spectacular, but, but you didn't know why. But the yeah. only thing that bothers That's what me made it great. is Royal Dahl wrote the book from where it began. He Royal Dahl didn't write... Royal Dahl? <laughs> Who is Royal Dahl? Who is Royal Dahl? Chocolate Factory, Royal Dahl. Okay, let's go with Royal Dahl. <laughs> okay, yeah. Royal, okay, yeah. sure. Yeah. Wrote the book. When Royal Dahl wrote the book, he didn't write yeah. the prequel, so I mean, we're messing with a story that is... Well, that's what happens with prequels. Yeah, but I don't like yeah. when people mess with a story that is yeah. tri- tried, tested, and no, true. No, I know more. Yeah. Okay, so, so Royal Dahl wrote uh, the original... <laughs> Original. <laughs> Royal Doll. Am I saying that right, Maury? Royal Royal Doll. Oiled Doll. <laughs> what am I not getting? Say it again. Royal Doll. Royal like Royal Doll. Oiled Doll. <laughs> right? Royal Doll. Oil doll. Oil doll. Roy- yes. Um, okay. Anyway, no, I have zero interest in a in an oil doll story of the uh, <laughs> origins of Willy Wonka. Uh, yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I'll tell you what is a huge overstep, and I understand that Google and Facebook and they collect data. We all know that. And if anybody's yeah. surprised that your data is being collected, you're a fool. They all do it. That's why you just got to be careful what you put out there. But sometimes the information that they collect from you isn't necessarily a privacy issue. It's more of an embarrassment. So Google put together a list of the most misspelled words Mm -hmm. in every state in the U.S. Okay. And they know this because when people search things. Oh, okay. Right? So it's from the, hey, did you mean... Right. Right. So you type something in, you misspell it. The thing comes up. Did you mean? And then they collect that data. Wow. There's another idiot misspelled beautiful. (laughs) Right. And and then they release this into a list. Yeah. Which to me seems like an overstep. I might have. It's not that I don't know how. I might have just been quick and then I let you pick up the slack and I could backspace, backspace, backspace and then fix it up. But why do that when you're just going to say, did you mean? Yeah. But your name's not attached. It doesn't say Roz misspelled. Of course it does. You log in. Do you yeah, have but, Gmail? Yeah. Oh, but I didn't know if there's like a list like when they get the data. Like of it course says they who? know it's yeah. you. Of course they know it's you. So every like, single thing that you every search. Every single thing. It's like anonymous when you do employee surveys. No. Every no. single thing that you search. Everything that every you search, thing. every single, every, every single thing, even in even private that? browsing, boring. Oh my God. Everything. Uh, okay, so let me go. Th- <laughs> let me go through. Let me go through some of these words here. Um, my spelling. A lot of people don't know how to spell beautiful. California, Arizona. That's their number one word. Hold on, in California, Washington State. Where everybody in California thinks that they are beautiful. Thank you, but they're also thick, right? Uh, Mara, you want to give it a go? Beautiful is the word. Okay, B E A T I F F U L L. No. Beautiful. No, beautiful. Okay, try again. Beautiful. B E A U T I F L. L? Beautiful. Beautiful. 
That sounds like, you know what? It's like you're really cold, right? Like the heat is off, but you're such an optimistic human being that you're freezing to death and you just look around and go, oh my God. It's so beautiful. <laughs> okay. Uh, beautiful is B-E-A-U, Maury. T-I-F-U-L is beautiful. Uh, Maury, spell yacht. Uh, Y-A-U-T. Incorrect. I really thought I was right. Yacht. <laughs> Can it just be Y-A-T? It could be, but it's not. <laughs> Maury, spell yacht. yacht is your word. Y. I know it starts with a Y. Y. Are you sure? What other letter makes the Y sound? Yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. It does start oh. with a Y. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to know if I could give you a second guess yourself. <laughs> I thought he was going to seriously say like E. Okay, e- Maury. Y- yacht is y- your word. Yacht. Y U E T. No. Y A C H T. Yacht. Oh, I would That's have never gotten one. that. A vacuum, something you're not allowed to touch in the house, Maury? <laughs> Long, one of many no, things. One of many things. <laughs> vacuum. V-A-C-U-M. Incorrect. V-A-C-U-M-E. Incorrect. V-A-C... Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> slipped. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, vacuum, Maury, is V-A-C-U-U-M. If you can Why believe that. Why do you use? I don't know. In, it's a really interesting question. Oh, here we go. I believe that is uh, Alabama. Schedule is the uh, number one word that people cannot spell in Alabama. Schedule. Or schedule, as we say in Canada. Okay, S-K. S-C-H. E D U L E. Oh, are you sure? Yes. Are you sure? S S C H E D U L E. Wow. Wow, we've never heard that. I even know you had a right button. Ah, wow. It took me forever to find it. That's okay. crazy. Uh, let's do one more. Oh, okay. r- r- resume. Maury. <laughs> resume. <laughs> R E S O M E. Resume. By the way, these are Google put together the list of the most misspelled <laughs> words state by state in the U.S. according to what people have typed into the search bar. Here we uh, go. Maury, one more time. Resume. R E S U M E A. Resumea? Resumea. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. A1 Steak Sauce is getting into the candle business now. Excuse me? A1 Steak Sauce is now getting into the candle business. Is it the candle going to smell like steak or is it going to smell like A1? Ah, you have three cents to choose from, Roz. Oh, here we go. You have original meat. You have backyard barbecue. Oh, yes. And you have one called Classic Burger. Okay. And this is what the candle looks like. This looks like a jar of A1 sauce. It looks like like a jar of A1 sauce. Yeah. And then you light it up. It's interesting. With uh, we have a lot of candles in the house. Yeah. And. I'm really quite particular about smells. Catherine's very particular about smells, but our smells don't really match what do you mean? what we of what we like. What do you like? Because I don't Compared like this. I can't stand the smell of lavender. Oh, so really? Anything, I don't no, mind so it. anything with lavender in it, I just I I can't I just can't do and it. Candle, and Catherine likes sandalwood. Yeah, she. I don't mind sandalwood. I like sandalwood. Yeah, I don't mind sandalwood, but I sort of. I like of, anything kind of outdoorsy. I like I like citrus. 
Oh, samesies. I like citrus. I like vanillas. Oh, samesies. I, I like... And no wonder we're best friends. Yep. Yes, we are. Uh, I like citruses. I like vanillas. Uh, I'm And I'm not so much into the... The green planty kind of. Things. I got in trouble I'm for buying a, a candle this weekend. Yeah, because uh, it's this big candle, and it just the smell was the best thing I've ever smelled. It was tobacco and uh, patchouli. Right. See, I don't like patchouli. Yeah, patchouli's gross. It's yeah. one of my favorite smells. I yeah. love patchouli. Yeah. And how much what did you pay it? for this candle? It was like forty bucks for this candle. And yeah. the lady said, "When the candle's done, you can keep the container." Yes, of course. <laughs> Why wouldn't <laughs> Wait, you? They're not going to come and get it. Could you imagine going to a shoe store and they go? And once you get them home, the box is yours. And you're like, oh, for real? Are you kidding me? Like, this is amazing. I, I can make a say. diorama. <laughs> I have to bring it in for you. I have to bring it back to the store. Name a scene. I got a box now. It's diorama time. Wait. Get a little cellophane, blue construction paper, lake. What? Uh, Matthew, get the pine cones. <laughs> it was a huge selling okay. feature. I'm like, you're so right. Oh my God, the things Wait, I can do yeah, with this yeah. container. So what are you going to do with the candle container then? Because it comes in this, like, it looks like a concrete block. And when right. the candle's done, you have a concrete block. Yeah, it's for <laughs> all your what? concrete block needs. <laughs> Right? Hey, to do what with though? She That's said you could understand. put loose change in there. You could put keys in there. She started listing all the things you could put in this car. So, so the woman is okay. in my pocket. Jesus Christ! So you just went to a store where a woman explained to you the concept of a container. <laughs> the things you can put all in the, the things that you can put in something you can put change okay, you can I'm put gonna, your keys I have a long coupons? I have a long list of things that you can put in things <laughs> let me <laughs> let me run down let, the list let me run down the list for you <laughs> and you just start telling me what, <laughs> yeah. what appeals to you and so Matthew Pencils, Matthew doesn't pens. Matthew doesn't like the smell but if he doesn't like the smell how are you ever eventually going to have a place to put your keys oh he wants me to dig it out throw out the candle so we can have the concrete <laughs> <floor>. <laughs> So gross. <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, Maury, you wanted to tell some jokes today, did you not? Yeah, oh my God. Based on what? Hold on. Because today is occasion. a special day. Hold on. It's not your birthday. Not yet. Uh, what Last it? week in my 30s, though. What are you talking about? It shows. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that trumps the awesome compliment I got yesterday. <laughs> Hold on. Let, let us finish. Let us finish. Wow. <laughs> okay, so what was the compliment you got yesterday? Somebody said I look 26. Who said, Who that? said that? Obviously, Who? somebody who's insane. Who said that? Who? Somebody came and said hello and was like, I, and I don't know how it came up. I'm like, I'm turning 40 in a week. And they're like, but you look 26. They, Who said that? to you when they said Wait, what do you, okay, what do you mean somebody came up to you yesterday? They're Where like, were you? I was walking in the street. And normally I ignore this when it happens. But somebody said, are you Maury from the Razamoka show? And I said, yeah. yes. And they said, they were, we were talking, and it was their birthday. And that's why it came up. And I said, my birthday's in a week. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, you look 27. Right. Do you think it's because you're real little? <laughs> well, I think that taller people, just because they're tall, look older. Also the baby fat, I guess, too, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, my smooth skin. Also your smooth skin. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I have no hair anywhere. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, you do. Your chest and your belly. Especially your belly. Yeah, look at all that hair. It's like you're wearing a carpet. No, I will I will say more. I, I would look at you and I would say that uh, I would peg you younger for younger than forty. How much younger? Well, see, now you've ruined it. No. 
<laughs> I thought I was supposed to ask. I thought I'm no, setting myself up no. for you to say 39. Okay, 39. Okay. Because <laughs> you look like 31. Right. Thank you, Maury. Thank you. Anyway, did you have something you wanted to do here, my yes, man? Yes, today is Cheese Day. All right. Damn it, Maury, with the jokes. Oh, hold on here. What is Cheese Day? Is it like National Cheese Day? Is that it's the deal? National Cheese Day. Oh, okay. Celebrate your cheese. Let me know so I can get everything yeah, ready Yeah, we'll just here, listen. Man. It is a very good day. <laughs> oh man! Okay, my kid like, wants to come in and do jokes with you. By the way, more. Oh yeah, oh, wow. yeah. She wants to spit some. Finally, uh, she wants to talk to me. No, oh. I didn't say that. <laughs> okay, here we go. Okay, we're gonna do this just be- because. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's already started. Welcome Luca, to by the, the stage. Uh, all right, it's already started. <laughs> Give him more. Oh my God! What was that? <laughs> you sound like one of the dragons from Game of Thrones. Okay. You know when you laugh like that one eye almost completely closes? <laughs> or you look like... What is that? No, you look like a pirate all of a sudden. That's so true. My yeah, right eye. Your right eye. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and everything shifts to one side of your face. Like your mouth even starts to move over. It's like I'm having a, a thing. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I need my glasses to read. <laughs> Took his glasses out because he started to cry. Okay, damn it, Maury, ladies and read. gentlemen. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what happened after an explosion at a French cheese factory? What? All that was left was debris. <laughs> I really like that one. Was that the best? Yeah, I really should have la- ended with that. <laughs> what do you call a cheese that is sad? What do you call a cheese that's sad, Maury? Blue cheese. There you go. What do you call cheese that isn't yours? Nacho cheese. That's right. Oh, oh. snap. Okay. Um, which genre of music appeals to most cheeses? R and Brie. Oh, jeez. My God. Mocha with the savagery. <laughs> When should you keep an eye on your cheese? When should you keep, keep an your eye on your cheese? I don't know. When it's up to no Gouda. <laughs> Whom you did the cheese and pages and pages <laughs> of cheese jokes, by the way? <laughs> How many pages do you have? <laughs> oh, no. His eyes going again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What is going on right now? <laughs> did the cheesy Bible start with? What? Excuse me? Whom Who? did the cheesy Bible start with? Whom did the cheesy Bible start with? I don't know. Adam. Jesus of Nazareth? Edom and Eve. What? Edom and Eve. Edom oh. and Eve. Instead of Adam and Eve, because Edom is a kind of cheese, okay, right? I got you. Okay. Yeah. What hotel do mice stay in? What hotel do mice stay in? The Stilton. Ah. Instead of the Hilton? Thank you. The what? The Stilton. What yeah. kind of cheese is Stilton? Stilton cheese. It's a very smelly cheese. What happened after an explosion at a French what cheese happened? factory? <laughs> a lot of debris? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that laugh you have today? <laughs> okay, we're done. Oh, that was it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that eye. <laughs> Okay, and here's a song on Kiss. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Hi, how are you? 
Fantastic. What is your name? Vicky. Brittany, why are you so fantastic today? It's my birthday. Yeah, uh, yo, happy uh, birthday. Yeah, thank you. There you go. How, How old are you today, Brittany? Uh, 36. Nice. Yeah. Perfect age. 36 is the perfect age. Um, So I, what I happens so. when your birthday falls on a Monday? Do you celebrate the weekend before? Do you celebrate the week of? Do you celebrate the weekend after? Uh, it's usually the weekend before. Oh, okay. So you did all yeah. the big celebration uh, Saturday and yesterday. Well, not the big one. I mean, normally that's what happens. But yesterday I just had uh, dinner with the kids and the husband. Yeah. And then next Saturday my dad's throwing me a barbecue. Oh, nice. Wow, there you but go. But then that means that on your actual day nobody really cares? Uh, well, <laughs> I've gotten some text messages and Facebook messages, but um, no, nothing's really happening today. Yeah, no, your actual birthday day is for social media and close family and friends to, to sort of text you or call you. And the, it works. The, the, they the, decorate the, your locker. Sure. The celebration, <laughs> though, goes on whenever you decide to get everybody together. The birthday celebration That's can right. really happen at any point. Okay, That's fair enough. Right. Yeah. Right. You just yeah, want to feel yeah. some love on the actual day. Nah, sure, I get that. <laughs> I get that. Uh, would you yeah. like us to sing you happy birthday? I would love that. And what's your name again? It's Vicky. Vicky? Yes. Vicky with a V. Okay. Like Vicky Cristina yeah. Barcelona. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Let me get my... I'm going to get us a note here. Hold on. <laughs> Ready. One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Vicky. is the Rosin Mocha Show podcast. There's a viral video yeah. out right now yeah. of another animal sounding like a human being. And we've gone through this before where I don't know what it is, man. <laughs> but these animals, they don't want to be animals no more. They want to sound like human beings. It's called evolution, man. Something's about to happen and it's not <laughs> looking good for us. The If you thought the, the robots were going to take over and AI and everything, nope. Them animals been scheming. I've seen Planet of the Apes, man. I know how this ends. Not good for us. Not at all. Caesar is home. <laughs> so let's go through these real quick. Okay. Of course, we have uh, goats yelling like, <laughs> yelling like people. Yep. So is that a goat at the end there? Yeah, you still a goat. Kidding me. Okay. Uh, who could forget the no no cat? The cat just keeps oh. instead of meowing, just keeps saying no 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 no. My heart breaks. My heart breaks for that poor little cat. And you want to talk about evolution? What about this dog who says I love you? Mishka, I love you. Mishka, I love you. I love you. Good girl. 
<laughs> they take it over. The front door. <laughs> they take it over. So the next one that's going viral right don't now. Tell, don't tell me what the animal is. Can I okay. hear it first? Yes. Okay. And this one is singing opera. <laughs> <laughs> like for real. Okay. Are yeah. you ready? Yeah, 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 yeah. You cannot keep interrupting. No, 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 no. I'm having, I'm having a conversation. <laughs> Walter, I'm right here, baby. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? What is that? First of all, the animal's name is Walter. Yeah, what is that? Okay, who? Okay, uh, Walter thinks threw me off because I'm going to say it has to be a dog because I don't know what other animal you would name Walter. (laughs) 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 Like, I don't know somebody who would name a bird Walter. I don't mean I don't know anybody who would name a dog Walter, but I'm gonna go with it. Is it a dog? It is a dog. Okay, it's a dog singing like singing opera. What's he so upset about? You cannot keep interrupting. No, no, no. I'm having a conversation. Walter, I'm right here, baby. Show podcast. Happy birthday today to uh, Russell Brand, who turns 43. Oh, yeah? And, and also Angelina Jolie. Oh, Angelina. How old do you think Angelina Jolie is? Angelina Jolie, how old are you today? You are... It's, it's a tough call because I always get thrown when people started their careers when they were young because I forget how long they've just been in my life like I don't really remember show business without Angelina Jolie really in it because she was young when she started I'm going to say Angelina Jolie is 37 years old Mm, 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 mm. incorrect this may be the most off that you've been in a really long time don't tell me younger no older yeah well yeah duh okay (laughs) no same (laughs) Uh, 42 43 no, really? Yeah. No. For, yeah. She's older than you. No, she's not. She's my age. I thought you were 42. Yeah, Angelina's 43, which reminds me of that uh, brilliant time when Angelina was in town for the film festival and Maury talked to her on a red carpet. And she was here, I guess they were, she was still together with Brad Pitt at the time. And it was for Moneyball. For, the movie was Moneyball, yeah. And... Everybody just wanted a piece of Angelina Jolie to to get like there was so much going on in, in their lives at the time and with her being a, like a UN ambassador and just dealing with all this stuff like yeah. she's, she's such making a, a lot of news yeah she's a such lot. A, she's such an interesting person and um and Maury was on the carpet and people hated him for this but because uh, Maury's the only person in the entire city yeah. that got a question with Angelina Jolie. Yeah, and so this was the question that he asked her. Angelina, if you were to play baseball, what position would you play? I, have, I don't know enough about baseball to tell you. <laughs> I love it. On, also, who doesn't know enough about baseball to just name a position? Like, off the top of your head, you sh- should have just said, like, pitcher. Right. Done. Done. Thank you. Move on. Done. That I th- and over the years, as, as this clip has aged, I feel less rage for Maury and more rage for Angelina Jolie. You know, your husband's movie is about baseball. I mm-hmm. get that, right? You grew up in America for the most part. You should know enough 
about the world to be able to just name one just baseball one position. Thing. Where it, she could have even said coach. Sure. Even if she had said, you know, I'm not a fan of baseball, I would never play. But she said, I don't know enough about baseball to even say. Angelina, if you were to play baseball, what position would you play? I, have, I don't know enough about baseball to tell you. Right? I don't know enough about baseball to even name a baseball position. Yeah. Which I find kind of shocking for a human being on this earth. Like yeah, even you're not wrong. You don't have to say shortstop. You don't. You don't even have to say outfield because everybody is out in the field. I get that. It gets confusing. Sure. But my God, you know, pitcher. Yeah, that's the first one right? that would come to my mind. Like you pitcher. can, you that's know, it. you know, somebody pitches. That's just what happens. Like you understand that yeah. as a as a human on earth. Boy, oh that, boy, that baseball mad. that baseball has. Even if you had said basketball and you said if you what would be your favorite position, I would be like I don't know enough basketball to even name one. Yeah. Like start naming positions on a basketball team. I don't really know. You know what I mean? It's kind of difficult. I can't. It's kind of difficult. Who's I don't center? know. Do they have a center? Yeah, sure they do. That's really it. But everybody knows pitcher. Yeah. Right. Even if she had said the hitter, I would have been okay with yeah. that. <laughs> You know what I mean? I, she, yeah. she doesn't know enough. Right. Angelina, if you were to play baseball, what position would you play? I, have, I don't know enough about baseball to tell you. Right? Uh, Angelina. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Who doesn't love a good pun, right? Of course. And who doesn't love like a cheesy newscaster, right? Oh, the best. But oftentimes when you put those two things together, it doesn't go over well at all. And... People were freaking out over this. So this was from San Diego and a local television station. Same place that Ron Burgundy's from? Yeah, exactly. This is newscast? Yeah. San Diego. So Dave Scott is the uh, the reporter out in the field. Older guy, looks like he's been doing this forever. Yeah. And they sent him, he got one of those ridiculous assignments. You know, you see people on TV and they send them out to like the most ridiculous thing ever and they got to make hay, you yeah. know? Uh, so they sent him to something called the Inflatable Run. The Inflatable Run is a festival and sort of like a fun activity-based day with all inflatable things. Inflatable bouncy castles, <laughs> inf- those guys that you see out in front of used car things, those big inflatable yeah. men with the I wacky arms, those, yeah. uh, inflatable boats, inflatable everything, sure. right? So it's the inflatable festival. And so when the reporter in the field is talking to the uh, stuck-up anchor back at the desk, oh, no. the reporter in the field starts to sort of do what Maury would do, which is have fun with the word inflatable and start Starts asking him about inflation. You know, usually when you're talking about the world of inflation, you guys, you probably notice, is that a good thing or or not a good thing? Inflation. Oh no, they don't know how to answer. I'm sorry, the question again, Dave? <laughs> is is inflation in our world a good thing or not a good thing? It depends upon what the topic Generally. is. What are we talking about? Generally, inflation, if you yeah. have an inflatable boat, yeah, that's you, a good if you thing. heard the word, you, right? But uh, generally, when you hear the word inflation, oh, no. not economic. Something good come to mind? Oh, no. For yeah. me, yeah. Yeah. Well, let me tell you that you're right about, if you say good, you're right, because this is the world of inflatables. Give yourselves a nice round of applause, everybody. These are just the volunteers coming out here today. Oh, okay. no. So that did not First go of all, that segment is going on way too long. <laughs> okay. Just get to the point, bro. Uh, okay. And then he starts talking to the people who are there. 
right? What kind of fun do you think you're going to have today? Um... Lots of fun. Um, Lots of fun. No, that's that's a, that's a good kind. <laughs> um, helping, just okay. helping everybody. Something. <laughs> I didn't hear the question. I'm sorry. What kind of fun do you think you can find here today? All kinds, all yeah. kinds of fun. Oh no! <laughs> Worst new segment ever. <laughs> what do you think of inflation? Yeah, uh, I know. Can you, you know what would happen? That? I can tell you right now. This is exactly what happened is we would send Maury down to the Inflatable Festival, and Maury would go. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go down and do inflation jokes. Yeah. That's exactly what this would be. This is Maury in 30 years. <laughs> oh no, 30. I was going to say like next week. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. How are you? Uh, yeah, no, I'm good. I kind of feel sick. I think I'm getting a cold or something. Uh-oh. What did you yeah. eat last night? No, I don't know. I don't know. You don't remember did... what you ate last night? Uh, yeah, I do. I just don't want to say. Oh, is it bad? No, what's not bad? I've been, I, I sort of, whenever I start on something that I haven't had in a while, I just yeah. binge on it and, oh, or I just obsess about it and then I make it for every night for dinner for a week and my latest obsession, which I've had, I think three out of four nights has been uh, chicken nachos. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Right. How many kinds plans? of cheese? Uh, I, uh, two kinds of cheese, I guess. For three nights? Yeah. That's a heavy meal. It's a heavy meal. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Which is what, Maury? I'm going to feel I broke the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Maury. Okay, stop breaking the equipment. Okay, what are you going to do, Maury? I'll feel your glands and tell you if they're swollen. No. With what? No, I like mean. Like the doctor. No, I don't need you to feel anything <laughs> of mine. I know how to do this. Just find out if it's swollen. <laughs> I'll tell you if your glands are swollen. No. Uh, but it's not his glands. He didn't say No, but if he sick. says that he's feeling sick, usually your glands swell up as a sign of sickness. No, that's like... I would Not if you when you start, but you what you don't understand, Maury, is I'm like a puffer fish. Like when you start to come near me, I swell up anyway as a defense mechanism. <laughs> so like, it's just gonna happen. All naturally. the hairs on his body stand <laughs> up. Yeah, like I try and hurt you. Weird. Like everything on my body goes into like defensive mode when you come near Tell, me. Just come here. Let me feel your glands. Uh, oh Jesus! Hold on. With the broken microphone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can you just stop? Just put the microphone down, man. Okay. Okay. What are you doing? What are you? Do you know even? Hold on a second here. Do you even know what you're doing? My grandmother is a nurse. That's. I didn't ask if your grandmother was a nurse. (laughs) Also, why would I ever ask that? Um, That's like me saying, "Yeah, I've been to the doctor once." Yeah. Grandmother's a nurse. My uncle's a doctor. Yeah, but my uncle delivered Jim Carrey. Right, but nobody would. Nobody would ever say that. You would. You would never say. You know. Uh, I got to go to court and you'd be like, don't worry, I got it. I can defend you. My uncle's a lawyer. You know what I mean? Like you would, <laughs> I've I watched would, every single season of Suits. And I would never allow that to happen. I'm warming my hands for you. No, okay, just What did you eat prior to walking into this room? I ha- All I had was a tea. Okay, okay. Let's just assume everything. Okay. Because okay. your hands are always greasy. That's why I, I ask. Your hands are so greasy. Okay, it's like you have... Okay, go. Fish for fingers. Okay, ready? Yeah. So Maury oh, has his God. index and middle finger You're on both hands. Why are your f- on both oh. sides of Ross's neck? Okay, I think I found them. What his glands? Yeah. Well, they wouldn't be anywhere else other than <laughs> one specific spot. I feel something. That's what she said. Okay, you know what Maury's fingers feel like? What? Okay, take two glue sticks. Put, okay. <laughs> put, to, put them in the fridge for five minutes and then take them out and wind them out the entire way and then touch your face with them. 
That's what Maury's fingers feel like. You know, uh, those aren't fake. They're violation sticks uh, is what those little things are. I think you're good. No, thanks. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. What's up? Hey, it's my first day back to work from my mat leave. Wow. wow. There we go. Congratulations. How you feeling? So, I feel great. I've, I've kind of, like, it's not my first, like, I've kind of been back a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Um, like, a transition day. Um, but this is my first. Like morning, full day. So, did you just leave the kid at home with like a credit card and the phone in case he needs a pizza or something? Uh, yeah, the phone is locked again. No, you can hear him. Can't you hear him? He's in the back seat. I'm driving him to my in laws right now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Now, did you say, is this your first kid? My first kid. Oh, okay. And what uh, what type of emotions were you feeling this morning when you got up, realizing that it's going to be the first time that you're going to be away from your, your child heading back to work? Um, well, thanks. And now I'm gonna cry. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm I'm excited. I mean, I was ready to go back to work. Um, he's going to my in-laws. So it's not like he's gonna be with strangers. I guess I don't know. So he probably won't even know that I'm gone the whole day. Like he won't even care. Yeah. Because he's with no 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 and you know gonna eat Italian food and watch Italian TV. <laughs> <laughs> and gonna, and I, I'm going to come home and, and go pick him up And he's going to be like Oh yeah, that's right I do like you too How old? I guess just like a year? Did you take the full he's year? Or a year. Yeah, he's almost a year He'll be a year in two weeks Yeah, it's tough when you got to figure out What to do with the, the kid who's one Because it's like day Daycare is even Like they're just lumps still at that point You know what yeah. I mean? Like they're mobile and everything else But they're just lumps Like it's not like they can start to reason And you know, learn things And yeah. you, know, you know, fall in line you know i guess that you would when you're when you're at a daycare with structure they're just they're wild they're still feral at that age what's your name lisa lisa so do you think that you're going to be the type of person where on your first day back at work from mat leave you're going to be calling your in-laws maybe no, once no. an hour or every no, you know before you know lunch what? maybe I, after lunch I, I trust my in-laws a lot like they've both my parents and my in-laws i would trust them both with my kid at no at any given time oh no no, I, mean, no. I don't mean i don't mean because you don't trust them i mean because you're going to miss no. your, your, your child so much yeah but i know i knowing knowing my my in-laws i will get um kind of updates throughout yeah. the day sure all right I, I I feel like I'll get like a hey by the way this is what he had for lunch and okay now he's napping and yeah. you know that kind of stuff so when he pooped uh, no that's that's not really an issue anymore oh. <laughs> maybe you know like for the first month you know when he poop every hour now it's yeah. kind of like hey by the way I changed three diapers today oh yeah yeah God I don't miss those days man I tell you the terrible transition is this is that there's so many things that are just awful about having a kid. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> there, are, there are. There's so pay many... Pay attention, Lisa. Yeah. No, I'll tell you. No, I'll tell you what's awful. Wait. Why shouldn't... I should have called you guys like a year ago. No, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what's awful. I'll tell you what's awful. There's, there's awful things about having a kid. You know what's awful? Mm. Is when it's Sunday and it's February and it's 10 o'clock at night and you realize you have one diaper left in the house. Oh, yeah. It's, then you gotta, yeah. Then you gotta yeah, leave. Okay. Yeah, okay. You, you never, that you never right leave away. yourself with one diaper. But well, sometimes it happens. Happens though. Sometimes somebody gets the flu, and then you got to come home after work, and you're taking care of things, and you just somebody didn't count the diapers. You yeah, know what I'm saying? It yeah. happens, man. Awful yeah, things. Okay, There's some awful enough. things, right? So, so, so. But the 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 thing that sucks is I don't ever remember 
buying the last pack of diapers ever so we could celebrate. Oh, it's really? Sort of, no, because oh, okay. it's a transition that just fizzles. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, it just, you never say, woohoo! Last diapers! Yeah. Like, you never get that moment because diapers because are such you transition a, you to potty transition, training. Yes. And then after potty training, that's it. Yes, and it just sort of fizzles. Right. So you never get to celebrate the last pain in the ass outing of being of having to buy diapers. You just never celebrate that, which sucks. Well, maybe you're I need to mark of that. this down and make sure that I do kind of celebrate it. Maybe I yes. should just celebrate every box of diapers from now until until whatever yeah and hope that it's my last box yes please do hey what's your little one's name lisa his name is john john all right well uh, all the best to you and your family good luck on your first day back uh at work after matt leave it sounds like you're in a great place right now you sound extremely happy and very comfortable so i think you're gonna you're gonna do really well today i think so too and yeah. by the way in all honesty like kids are the best right you guys know oh. you guys both have kids Kids. Cruise is just adorable. Oh, okay, thank I you. Just like, I just want to like not not to be like cannibalism, but I want to eat his face. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You're just the cutest. <laughs> Please, and- Lisa. Next time you see us at Longos, do not say hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, just kidding. But like, but like he is. It's really, it's really sweet that you like when you you guys post stuff about your kids online. It's really sweet. Oh, really thank sweet. you, Lisa. We appreciate you so much. All right, take care, guys. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Kimberly and Ron uh, from Minnesota made a pact that said simply, and this is like right out of a movie, man. Uh, if you're still 50, if you're still single when you're 50 and I'm still single when I'm 50, why don't we just marry each other? They were best friends. Yeah. And they made that pact years ago. And then it just so happens they were both single in their 50s and they followed through with it. Like, who does that? Yeah. You always joke about it. Totally. But Kimberly and Ron did it. Uh, hey, Kimberly, welcome to the Ron Zamoka Show. Hi, good morning. I'm good. You, hey. guys, you guys are a Netflix movie come to life. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny is the reporter um, that actually did the original story from the Star Tribune, Chris Hewitt, said, I swear to God, you could do like a rom-com with this movie when he first started talking to us. And Has anybody you know, approached you a- since that article came out? Has oh, anybody approached you? No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> do you want to verbally give us the rights to your story now or no? No, I think okay. I'll keep Okay, them. you're going to hang out of that. Okay, I, we had to try. Uh, so when did this when did this pact happen that you guys made uh, with each other, you and Ron, that if you guys are still single uh, by the time you're 50 that you'd marry each other? When did you make this pact? I think we've come to, we don't remember exactly, but we both had to have been in our 30s. Okay. Um, when we did it, um, both single, um, out of relationships. Um, I was raising two kids on my own. And it was just one of those jokingly conversations, kind of like, you know, when you make it big, you know, don't forget the little people kind of a thing. And we were just joking around with, yeah, you know what? We're tired of kind of the dating game and the BS that goes with it and talking about growing old and, you know, the benefits and the kids and everything. And I just jokingly said, okay, you know, if if you're single, let's just do this. Let's just get married when, you know, when I'm, we're 50 and I'm the youngest He's like, deal, done deal. So, Kimberly, before marrying Ron, all these years, you you got married, he got married, and you had kids, he had kids, correct? He does not have any kids. Oh, he doesn't have any kids. Okay, but you have have kids. I have two, Kayla and Connor. Okay, so during all that time, when you were each with other people, did those, your spouse at the time, 
know about Ron and did Ron's like girlfriends or yes. wives or whoever know about you? Yes. I mean, our, our respected partners through all of our relationships um, always knew that we were friends. So even though that you guys always knew that we were friends, you had made this deal sort of years ago, but when it actually came time, was there a proposal? And what did that proposal look like? Yeah, he actually did propose to me. It was um, New Year's Eve of last year when it was frigid here. I'm sure yeah. you guys understand the word frigid. Yeah. Um, we went up to a place in um, Two Harbors, Duluth, Minnesota called uh, Gooseberry Falls. And Ron loves Gooseberry Falls and Frozen Waterfalls. And of course, it was like 28 below for the temperature. Yeah. Long story short, I turned around and there he was on on one knee with a ring. Now, Aw, Ron, the romantic. Now, I know that you guys had said he that is. if you were both 50, um, that you guys would marry each other. Now, Ron's 54, you're 51. So when he turned 50, was he like tapping on his watch being like, yo, TikTok, I'm, no. I'm 50. <laughs> TikTok, Kimberly. <laughs> we, did not, we did not say no, when I'm 54. <laughs> no, um, during during all of that time, yeah. um, we were we were with other people. Wow. That's crazy. So it was just kind of, I mean, it was when, once we started dating through this, these last couple of years, it was, it was one of those light bulb moments. And I'm, I turned to him and I said, do you remember that stupid, silly packs we made when, whenever, how old we were, that we were 50 and we weren't even engaged at the time. Yeah. And he's like, oh my God. Yeah. And I said, holy crap, we are actually like, you know, we're dating each other again. I mean, that's how it, yeah, it's just that's come incredible. complete, like full circle in a, in a weird, wonderful way. Uh, well, congratulations to you and Ron. We love that. You guys, so are, you guys are great. Uh, we so, need, we need more feel good stories in this world right now. We need more Ron's. We need more Kimberly's. We need <laughs> yeah. more, we need more people like you. Wait, did you guys go on a, on, a, on a honeymoon? Will you be going on a, on a honeymoon? We did not. We went right back to work on Monday. I think we're going to try and do something next year. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Well, Kimberly, yeah. thanks very much for uh, joining us on the Ronza Mocha Show. We love your story. Well, thank you very much. And because you agreed to it earlier, we're going to turn this into a Netflix uh, yeah. movie. <laughs> <laughs> will, you, will you let me know when all of this sure. happens? Yeah. And then we'll talk. Yeah, no problem. But it's going to be Valerie and Rick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Kimberly. Yeah, the Ronza Mocha Show podcast. Yo, you heard of this guy named Nem? No. Okay, he's a YouTuber and an independent rapper. And he's making mean? headlines. He's not, he's, he's a, sorry, aspiring. Rapper. Oh, okay, I got you. Uh, okay. He's making headlines for the amount of times he's seen Avengers Infinity War. And every time he went to the movie theater, he took a selfie in front of the movie poster. One was from inside the theater, actually. And every picture that he's taking, he's wearing a different Marvel themed shirt. That Black sounds like something that Panther, Maury would fake. Totally. Black Panther, Iron Man, Spider-Man, X-Men, all that stuff, right? right. And super easy to fade. You just yeah. bring a bunch of t-shirts with you to the theater. There you go. But his proof are the movie tickets that he bought because they're all date stamped. Right. And he saved them all and created this long Twitter thread. And Avengers Infinity War isn't something that you can casually see a bunch of times. It is a very long movie. Very long. Like two and a half. Yeah. Over two and a half hours. So his tweet started on May 2nd after he watched the movie five times already. <laughs> and his tweets read like this. Sixth day watching Infinity War. Tenth day watching Infinity War. Guys, I'm not joking or faking. Check out the receipts. Oh, man, you thought it was over? Fourteenth time watching Infinity War. Wow. This one, he's wearing like a Spider-Man wow. shirt, right? 
The party don't stop. Took a few days off to shoot a music video, but we back. 18 time watching <laughs> Infinity War. <laughs> Saw Deadpool 2 last night. Funniest movie of the year. But yeah, we back at it again. 20th time watching Infinity War. <laughs> Michael Jordan of the box office. 23rd time watching Infinity War. <laughs> wow. A couple days later, even though I stayed up all night playing Fortnite, we back, baby. 29th time watching Infinity War. 29 29 and it doesn't stop there oh god wakanda forever 40th time watching infinity war at the count right now yeah he has watched infinity war 42 times and he doesn't plan on stopping oh my god when was infinity war released infinity war was what are we in now june infinity war was released like april 27th yeah well over a month ago and this is in the states in charlotte north carolina so he's at what now 40 he's at 42 42. sorry he's going for number 43 and this guy has spent watching infinity war 43 times in u.s dollars at least 383 dollars yeah jesus but once you put that out on twitter yeah you have to continue like there's no no i know that's the problem. There's like no end because now you're at that peak. You're 43 yes. is your peak now that you're going for. The mob will build you up and they will also tear you down. Yeah. Like what is the number? Is yeah. it 50 and then you stop or do you just keep climbing and go to 100 and then you stop? Or do you try to see the movie every single day until the end of its theatrical run? Here's, here's what I would like to, to see happen right now is I would like to see somebody come out of the gate and commit even harder. Oh no! And like challenge him. Well, you can go several him. times in a day. Yeah, I would like to see that happen. I would like to see somebody try and catch up. That's how this. Oh, that's how the story should end. When the battle it, is on, it is called Infinity War. It really is. <laughs> you know, that's so true. It is Infinity War. Oh, who's gonna step up? Somebody to should step up. Yeah, I may actually bankroll it if somebody wants to take this guy down. If you have the kind of life that you can go five times a day, damn. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Man, did Miss America shook the world. Yeah, man. I mean, now hold they on. had to, though, right? Did they, though? I mean, they didn't have to. They can do whatever they want. If you miss a story. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Gretchen Carlson was Miss America, right, Maury? Find that out for me. She was a pageant winner i believe so gretchen carlson uh former fox news host and she was one of the people that was instrumental in taking down uh roger ailes she was miss america like are you did she win or she was a contestant tell me she was crowned in 1989 1989 gretchen Mm. carlson so she's been through this so Mm. just so you know where her point of view is she's not an outsider coming in to, to shake things up so she does an interview she's the new chairman uh chairperson chairwoman um of miss america and they've implemented some drastic changes to the pageant one is that it's not even a pageant anymore so this is gretchen carlson yesterday explaining the new miss america we are no longer a pageant we are a competition we will no longer judge our candidates on their outward physical appearance that's huge that's huge and that means that we will no longer have a swimsuit competition and that is official as of september 9th when we have our competition in atlantic city we'll also be revamping our evening 
dressing gown um, competition phase as well. And so we're no longer judging women when they come out in their chosen attire, their evening wear. Whatever they choose to do, it's going to be what comes out of their mouth mm. that we're interested in when they talk about their social impact initiatives. Women of all shapes and sizes. Mm. Uh, it's very difficult to talk about without somebody calling you a perv, but I think that there's room for everything in the world. And I don't think you're alone. And as far as, that, as far as I know, if somebody had said that they were involved with Miss America and they were poorly treated and they felt victimized and they were forced into doing something that they did not want to do, I would be behind you 100% saying, shut that garbage down. Have any of the uh, contestants or former contestants... No, I don't think they're allowed to Said really. anything about no, it? No, I don't think they're, they're huh. not allowed to. Like, miss them, people take it seriously. And that's my thing is that I've met and over the years and just interviewed like a lot of people who are involved in patents. And most women think that it was an incredible opportunity. They're proud of what they did. They put in sure. a ton of work and nobody's forcing them to do it. And more importantly, nobody's forcing anybody to watch this. Yeah. And I, millions of people still watch. I'm all for change. I really am. But where does this sort of change end when you're not, you know, sort of judging somebody? I get because there's a point system and, you know, you're judging somebody in a, in a bikini. But so what if that's what they want to do? Yeah. Um, but where does that end? What, 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 like, where's the line then? What do we do about America's Next Top Model? Yeah, because that's... Do we, do, we, do we have to look at America's Next Top Model now? I'm sure. Right? I'm sure do that's we, next. Do we like? I just don't know where this ends. I'm fine it if you want. Dude. I'm fine if you want to change things. That's fine. Go ahead and 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 change things. However, I do believe that all that stuff can coexist in a world happily. I think sure. that we can be be woke and we can fight for what's right, but we can also still have uh, the ability to compete in a bikini if we want to compete in bikinis. That's well, I think that everybody should have that right. Um, and uh, damn it, Maury, when the story broke, yeah. uh, took it to the streets to find out. I'm like curious. ASAP. I'm curious. Roz, don't be silly. You would win on inner beauty and outer beauty. Thank okay, you. when you hear this news, what are your thoughts? I'm a bit shocked. It'd be interesting to see what they gauge it on. How are they going to judge that? I mean, I still think that there's still some tradition with even, say, the evening wear. Uh, no, I think it's a good idea. It's just, I'm just shocked. All right, what are your thoughts? I, I just don't see why they can't incorporate a little bit of both. Mm. I mean, because you have a traditional beauty pageant that has always been structured in this way. So why not just delve into different aspects of, of, of a contestant's character as well? Why not just fold it into the mix? I think it's an absolute great opportunity for women to show themselves as who they are not as just a pageant queen but I think that it's a great aspect for women now that they can actually do these things and they can actually have a different type of show instead of just making it straight edge hi I'm wearing a bikini no that's special that they're doing that but I think that they should incorporate the bikini because beauty's on the outside too it's not only on the inside, but inside does count a lot. What are your thoughts on this, uh, this story? I think it's ridiculous because it's about physical appearance, and I think that's it. It's a terrible idea. So when you hear something like this, this news today about Miss America, what are your thoughts? Interview is nice, but you want to see the other stuff as well. <laughs> so I think this it could hurt the show a little bit for some viewers, but it might bring a different kind of audience now. Uh, I think it's beautiful that they're going off of you know the inner beauty side of things, but at the same time, uh, most of the time, like this, uh, the pageant has been uh, focused on the outer beauty, and um, I mean people have to show off what they got. Right? It's just uh, the outside matters as much as the inside. Would you watch oh, if, if there were no swimsuits? Probably not. Oh, damn. <laughs> I like swimsuits. I like it completely superficial. I do. Because that's what we all want to see. Like, that's what makes it fun. 
we like it superficial. <laughs> That's why we watch it. We want to see what it's all about. Pretend. Wow. Yeah. It's all about like things you can't have. Wow. <laughs> this is the Ross and Mocha Show podcast. Aha! Uh-huh. America's Got Talent on City TV this fall, baby. Yeah, I like Howie Mandel. He's I always a real have. Nice guy. I used to watch Howie Mandel when I was a kid when he did that character Bobby. Remember he talked like a baby? Oh my God, dude, <laughs> yeah. can I tell you? I used to love that show. Yeah, and then uh, and Howie Mandel, the thing that really, I mean, made him famous. One, he was just, he was brilliant. But <laughs> it's, it's so funny because before the Bobby voice, yeah. the thing that made Howie Mandel famous wasn't even a joke he told. It was when he would put a, a rubber glove on his head and blow it up with his nose. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. <laughs> right? Remember that? That was such a huge part of his Holy act. Holy cow. I forgot and, about yeah, that. Like, and, and, and he's done. Howie Mandel is so brilliant, and he has done so much, and he's had this just incredible career, but he got famous for putting a rubber glove on yeah. his head and blowing it up with his nose. And Howie Mandel, so correct looked me like, if I'm wrong, looked like, but, a, like a chicken in a space helmet, right? Howie Mandel, he's... um. He's a germaphobe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he doesn't shake hands no, or anything. He does the fist bump. Did yeah. he let you fist bump him yesterday, Dan Mori? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, he's really did you try to shake his hand or no? Oh, you did. And what did he say? Or he just put his fist out? Yeah, he just put oh, his okay. fist out. Because you forget all the time. Totally. Because right? really, it's really just by, by yeah. just instinct. You just you meet somebody and you yeah. want to shake their hand, right? Yeah. Uh, so the big story still with uh, Roseanne. And uh, um, he was uh, here for the City TV upfronts, which is where they pitch all their new shows and uh, tell you what's coming up on the schedule and America's Got Talent is still as big as it ever was oh hell yeah um, but the big story still is what went down with Roseanne and uh, no better person to talk to about this than Howie Mandel are you at all surprised at what happened or do you think they made the right decision I'm not surprised by what happened Um, I think in this day and age you know we're living in a and especially as a comedian you know we are living in a very uh, politically correctly charged era, you know, and which is we have to be cognizant about it. And us in media, regardless of what end of the media, have to be responsible. And if you're going to be irresponsible, then you you should not share in the uh, in the gifts that this industry gives us. It's in everybody's contract when you work for a corporation. You know, you need to you know exude proper behavior, and you know. Twitter's a scary place to be. Do you think that the show can succeed if they rebrand it without her? That's what they're talking about doing this week is still doing the show, but without her. The, the answer to me, you know, I'm friends with Sarah Gilbert, and uh, who was uh, instrumental and the executive producer of the show. Ultimately, it just comes down to really good writing. And as long as they could really write and keep that level of comedy and those stories and that, yes, good comedy will always win regardless of who's doing it. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. By the way, my new favorite movie on Netflix yeah. is a movie called Kissing Booth. Kissing Booth. It's Wait, a, like, a, that. like a teen rom-com uh-huh. kind of thing. It's dynamite. The girl in it is cute as a button and charming. Yeah. And it has a flair to it that it should not be made in 2018. There's some real questionable decisions in the movie that really? these teenagers do. So it feels like it was made in like the late 80s, early 90s kind of thing. Some of the decisions that they make. The kissing booth? Yeah, it's called, oh, the, it it's called the kissing booth. Oh, on the poster it yeah. says uh, she could tell her best friend anything except this one thing. Yeah, she's in love with his older brother. 
You find oh. that out really early on. I didn't spoil anything. Oh, but uh, no. but Kissing Booth, it was such a breath of fresh air because it had it had such uh, freedom almost. That what do you mean? You, you just don't see anymore. Just decisions that people make going into the guy's locker room and oh. taking your top off to make another guy jealous and like what? just like all this stuff right it's fantastic. Like, yeah just like all this all this stuff that you don't see anymore are there famous people in it a kissing booth where like you get blindfolded and the people you know what i mean it's just like sure. it's, no there's nobody famous in it oh that no. makes for a good movie i like when you do the maybe girl sort of looks like the girl that jaden smith carries around like a baby all the time but i don't think that that's her <laughs> what <laughs> you ever see those pictures of Jaden Smith carrying his girlfriend around like a baby no yeah. I gotta look this up Jaden Smith carrying girlfriend like a baby yeah He's weird, man. He's a weird oh, yeah. cat. He just, <laughs> like, like actually, they, like, yeah. Her? Like when they're walking down the street, like he, they don't walk, like they don't walk together holding hands. Like he carries them like babies. This is like how I hold my kids sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Like he carries it like up on the hip, like where she's sitting on his hip and her arms are around his neck. Like it's how you hold a child. Yeah, that's, that's weird. Yeah, he carries his girls like babies, which wow. is super weird. But anyway, so the girl in the kissing booth sort of looks like that girl. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know. I don't mind me that. <laughs> All over the place. Right. Okay. So, but Kissing Booth is real great. And it has a, it has a sort of sense of like a throwback kind of feel to a time when um, movies were a little bit less politically correct. There's some very sort of un PC aspects to so 2018 watching this movie you're like how did they get away with that yeah yeah oh, but, it's but, Netflix you but, can but do from, whatever you want no, but from, and from what I understand it was a, a woman wrote a blog post and then the blog post became a book deal and the book deal became a Netflix movie like this this oh. thing has a really long story sure. of the, the story of the kissing booth but uh, but if you get a chance it is it's mindless fun it should not offend anyone and it's a crass teen rom-com is what it is are we recommending movies now no we're oh. not just this one okay <laughs> We okay. all saw Sex in the City 2, Maury, and it sucked. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. How are you, man? Yeah, I'm good. Took a woodworking course. Oh, how was it? It was great. What'd you build? Like a box. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, it's it's one. It's week one of two. Ooh. I gotta go back next Saturday. Oh. Yeah. How long was the course? Noon till 5.30. What? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Five and a half hours. Yeah. How many people in the class? Eight. <gasps> yeah. Wait, just one box, or I just mean, one that box. amount of time. Yeah, just like, one box. I thought box. you'd make, be making like multiple no, boxes. No, no, it's very intricate the way they do it. But yeah. you know the drill. What's that? No, it's a wood joke. Oh, what are you talking about? Drill. I saw that coming. Uh, <laughs> good one, Ross. Classic. Uh, yeah, no, you build a box, and it's really it's it's quite cool because I don't know. You're built anything with your hands, Maury? No. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so let me talk to Mo about that. Um, so it's. It's like a memento box kind of thing, right? Yeah. And it's everything you sort of know. It's a wooden box. Like it's a wooden box, it's a wooden box, it's a wooden box. But what I, what you learn and what I wanted to learn was the sort of design behind something that looks really cool because you can see a million wooden boxes and then you go into a place where you see a box and it's got like just a design and aesthetic to it that you'd have no idea actually how they made this thing. Like yeah. it, it looks like it's one sort of solid piece, but yeah. it's actually, it's, it's really wild the way they do it. And so I wanted to know the, the sort of philosophy behind making these little things and the design that goes into it, not so much the actual putting it together. The other people but the sort of design. who were in the class, did any of them have uh, previous woodworking experience? Yeah. Or I, was everyone kind of on the same level newbies? I think, no, I think that there were, because I mean, I did a lot of woodworking in high school yeah uh-huh. <laughs> sorry 
Come on, man, grow up. I know I'm trying. <laughs> Jeez. I get it. Okay, never mind, Maury. Um, I did a. I did a lot of work with wood in high school, uh, if that makes it sound any better. So yeah. I knew all the machines, but it was just different techniques using those specific machines kind sure. of thing. Uh, so it was great. It was dynamite. I love the smell of a wood shop. Yeah. Man, oh my God, sawdust and just like noise sure. and everything else. You're like, here's your head, here's your earplugs so the machines aren't, don't get too loud. And Do I'm you like, have to wear like goggles and stuff? Yeah, you have to wear safety glasses because dust in your eyes is, just sucks. Yeah. Nobody enjoys that. Nobody safety gloves? Uh, no, never gloves in a wood shop. Okay. That's how, that's how you lose fingers. Yeah. Like that. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. No, never gloves in a wood shop. Okay. No, because if you have a glove on, like a leather glove, you won't feel the tip of the leather glove hit a blade. Oh, that's until true. Until that blade is turning that tip of the leather glove into burger. Right. Right? Yeah. Like that's why, yeah, no, no gloves in a, no and gloves so in a wood shop. so long fingers. And so long fingers. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, so it's kind of cool. So it's like, I'm, and I, I love, I would really recommend this for anyone. And that is practical hobbies really make the difference in a busy life. Mm -hmm. Even though you're so slammed and you're so busy, a practical hobby keeps you sane. And yeah. it has to be something completely different from what you do for a living. This is why I, I stamp collect. That's why you stamp collect. Yeah. No, physically, like physically doing something like you need to do something with your hands, mm -hmm. you know, and whatever it is, I don't care whatever it is pottery or baking. drawing or baking something you need a practical hobby because you realize everything that we do is on a screen mm -hmm. right yeah everything we do is on a screen and to actually just sit and have to do something from start to finish that you will most likely screw up is yeah. so liberating Take a photography, for God's sake. Realize how a real camera works and not your phone yeah. and how really you suck at so, taking pictures. That's the what phone, I've been doing the past phone, little while. Yeah, your phone is really good at taking pictures. You're not good at taking pictures. Yeah. Put a real camera in your hand. So Take who's going to get the box that you make? I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. My birthday is coming there, up. Is there like a lid on it or is it just an open box? No, it's, there's a lid on it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, well, first thing that With you hinges do, or no, it no, lifts no, off no, freely? No, 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 it just lifts off freely. Okay, cool. Well, so you have to make the lid too? No, you build one solid unit of a box uh -huh. and then you literally just slice the whole thing in half and then have the top half becomes the lid. Oh, yeah. It's crazy, dude. Wow. Yeah. Wait, so what's next week? Uh, same thing, same box. Another box? Not done. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, it'll take 12 hours to build this box. <laughs> like, hey, yo, that box better be lit, bro. Roz and Mocha Q&A. Before we get to Ask Roz and Mocha, feel free to give us a rating or a review wherever it is that you download the Roz and Mocha Show podcast from. Mm -hmm. We would love that. Um, and it is now time for Ask Roz and Mocha. Uh, the best part of the podcast where um, every week you're going to see on our um, Instagram account uh, an Ask Roz and Mocha picture and people are amazing at posting questions yeah. and we try to get to as many as we can and usually um, we like to have at least one person on who listens to the show and loves the podcast to ask their question live with us so uh, Crystal Young is on the phone with us Hi How's it going? Hi, guys. Good How are you guys doing? Good What's your question Crystal? First of all how old are you? Uh, 26 And, and uh, are you single? Are you married? Uh, I'm in a relationship You are in a relationship Okay cool Here we go What's your question? Uh, so my question was do you consider going to a strip club and not just looking but getting a lap dance do you consider that cheating okay before we give our answer crystal is this something that you're going through right now uh yeah so um i've been with my boyfriend for a little over three years mm -hmm. 
And um, for me, it was considered cheating. But for him, it wasn't. And he didn't know that I had considered it cheating until he did it. So now I'm kind of struggling with, is it like, was it bad for me to assume that everyone assumes that it's cheating? Or maybe it's not like an assumption. So to tell you he was going? Uh, He didn't tell me until after it happened. Right. And had you had the stripper conversation before or no? Kind of, but like it wasn't like where I was like, that's cheating. Like that's my line. It was more like, he was he was a best man for his friend. Yeah. Not this time around. Like it was a, a year ago, like a couple of years ago. He was best man for his friend, and he, his friend who was getting married wanted to go to a strip club for his bachelor party. Sure. And we had only been dating like a year ish too, right? So I was like, "Are you going to be doing anything?" And he's like, "Oh no, it's his bachelor party. Everything's going to be for him." Mm-hmm. So I never, from that point, I didn't really have to like bring it up yeah because he was like oh it's for it's his bachelor party obviously everything's gonna like we're gonna be paying for him for him to enjoy so i didn't need to like really be like okay like so don't do anything because he had made it clear it wasn't for him right right i i can i when it comes to sort of strippers and whether it's cheating or not first of all if you have to ask if something's cheating best not to do it yeah. Right. If you I have agree. to, if you have to ask if something's cheating, just assume it is. Like your life is not going to be better for it. Um, but I can see it both ways. I can absolutely see why somebody in a relationship would consider going and getting a lap dance, whether you're a guy or a girl, uh, cheating. And I can also see why somebody would say that it's not cheating. And I've heard this from both men and women. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a tough thing. But if you are with somebody who truly does not care about strip joints and is not worried in any way, then fine. If you have anybody who has any sort of reservation whatsoever, even on a morality level uh, when it comes to stripping, just stay away. Just totally. you're, You don't need to go to a strip joint. Your life is not going to be any better from going to a strip joint and your life is not going to be any less from not going to a strip joint. But is it cheating? That's the question. Is it cheating? Um, I would say in this situation that Crystal is in, because she feels that it is cheating, and the conversation has happened in the past, even though she didn't say specifically getting a lap dance is cheating, Mm -hmm. in my opinion, her boyfriend should have known better to think, well... What would Crystal say if she ever found out what she did? What would Crystal say if she knew that I was getting a lap dance? Oh, Crystal would think that it's it's wrong and that it's cheating. Mm-hmm. Right? To Roz's point, every relationship, every situation is completely different. It's it's t- And I'm not trying to start things between you and yeah. your boyfriend, Crystal. Okay, let me ask you this question. Right. What about it do you find cheating? Is it the fact that it's sort of done in a sexual way? Is it just another woman touching him? Is it another woman's butt on his lap? Is it hands on his body? Like, what is what specifically when it comes to getting a lap dance do you find to be the cheating part? Or is it just the intent on doing it anyway? Um, I think it's more like she... Okay, so full disclosure, I've never been to a strip club before. Okay, yeah. My knowledge is based off of what people tell me and movies. Mm -hmm. Um, So from my understanding, I just felt like, oh, like for him to see another girl naked, have her be up close and like touching him, he Mm -hmm. gets to touch her, things Mm -hmm. like that. That feels a little too intimate to me. Sure. I will say I will say this. There is a very, very good chance that the woman who is on your husband's lap uh, thinks that he's sad and wants his money. 
right? She's not okay. she's not into him. Not that that makes it any better, right? She's not she's not into him. She's Where, just playing the game. I know like I know a lot of guys that feel if their wife goes for a massage, they prefer if it's a woman rubbing down their wife as opposed to a guy because they feel that that's too intimate. You're putting hands on my girl. It's not done in a sexual way, but she's topless lying on a bed and you have full control and you're feeling her body. That A lot of guys have a hard time dealing with that. Yeah. I get, and I get that. I get all sides. Um, but uh, like for Catherine, when I turned, I think, 40, she rented me a big bus and sent us to Niagara Falls and said, go and eat steak and go to strip joints. Right. So she was cool with that. We did it in a big group, and it was a lot of fun. But on a Friday night, would I ever just go to a strip joint and get a lap dance? Hell no, I wouldn't. Because it's not that I think it's cheating, but it's sort of disrespectful. Yeah. You know, since I've been with my wife, yeah, like even before marriage, like just dating and everything, yeah. I've never been to a strip club. No. At all. Yeah, no. And I, So is it cheating? I don't think it's cheating. Is it disrespectful? Yes, it's, dis- it's disrespectful. 100, 100%. If you and your dudes can't find something better to do on a Friday night, uh, then go and you know look at naked women and get a lap dance, knowing that your girl at home finds it to be somewhat cheaty and disrespectful. I think you can do better than that by your girl. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Does, that, does that help, Crystal? Yeah. Like, I just, because I listen to you guys all the time, um, yeah. every morning uh, when I'm driving into work, and I really, like, love the advice you give out, and I really uh, take your opinion seriously. So I figure, and you know, when what people say, like, birds of a feather kind of flock together. So, like, yeah. all of my immediate friend group kind of, they all feel the same way as me. Yeah. So it's really hard to get, like, and all of them are girls too, right? So I just wanted like some guys' opinions and like, how do you guys see it? You know, maybe, maybe don't, maybe if you're going to have this conversation, maybe don't go the cheating way because you can, he will just sit there and explain to you why it's not cheating. I think that your play on this is to say, you know what, maybe at first I thought it was cheating, but you know what, the more I think about it, it's not cheating. What it is, is it's just kind of rude and it kind of hurts my feelings. It's kind of disrespectful. It may not be cheating, but it's disrespectful. Maybe go that way. Maybe don't accuse him of cheating. That's a big accusation. Yeah. It's a big accusation to accuse somebody of cheating. But you can call your guy rude, 100%. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good way to approach it. Because, I mean, if it was any other situation, I, I still trust him. And I know him that he wouldn't, like, actually cheat on me or have an affair. Like, yeah. I still believe that. So, like, this doesn't change that opinion of him. Yeah. So, um, that's probably a better way to and go about it. There was it. a point in my life when my only friends were strippers. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Damn. Like, <laughs> you still keep in touch? No, oh. not at all. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> not, not, at, not at all. Hey, Crystal, thanks very much for joining us on the podcast. Thanks for having me. This is really exciting. Uh, uh, take that. care. Um, you too. Thanks, hon. Uh, Maury, going to a strip joint, cheating or not cheating? Not cheating. Not cheating. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. As we continue, You're ask Ross and Mocha. Yes, exactly. uh, Anton says, asks, if you could see one movie again for the very first time, what would it be and why? Oh my God, that is a hard question. If I could see one movie again, I'm trying to think of the movie that had a really huge impact on me. Does that mean when you see it, it's as if you've never seen it? Yes. Yeah. A League of Their Own. Really? What? Of all the movies that you've, I you love? I love that movie. Really? And to see it again for the first time when 
uh, the peaches come out onto the field. I think that was their team. Yeah, and they it just it was so emotional. <laughs> like the so very end weird. with the reunion. You're so weird. Who would pick a league of their? I mean, I yeah. love that you did it, but man, if I had to write a list of movies that I wish oh, I could see again for the first time, a league of their own would. I and don't they even... let Dottie play. Yeah, no, I know. I um, was gonna say like. I mean, for me at least, the obvious would be like Star Wars or Back to the Future, especially Back to the Future, or like, I don't know, Scarface. Yeah. Oh, and I'll add perks of being a wallflower. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that one makes sense. That one makes sense. Jeez, um, yeah, I'm trying to think of what movies had those like great impacts on me. But the thing is this, is that when I think of the impact that it had on me, I think that it had that impact on me because I saw it at the age that I saw it. Yeah. So if I saw Star Wars now... I don't know if it would still have that same impact. So I'm trying to find a movie that had a, that, a that I just that was just so oh, different. I have another one. Yeah. If we're going down that road, yeah. Deadpool. Because Really? Yeah, because I did not like Deadpool at all. Yeah. I'm not into the character, I'm not into the movie, right? Yeah. But I didn't see Deadpool until it came out like digitally. So it was after all the hype and there was so much hype after that very first Deadpool that I was expecting this amazing, like crazy movie. Yeah. And I watch it and I was like, oh, this is what everyone was was hyping up. Yeah. It's kind of disappointing, to be honest with it, you. It's interesting. So I like for me, when it comes to movies, there were some really pivotal moments in film for me. And those movies have my thoughts on those movies have almost been tainted because there were so many copycat movies that came around after it. So I would say right now, if I could go back and rewatch like Pulp Fiction again for the first time without having been influenced by all the copycat Tarantino movies that came out after that, that movie was just so crazy that I remember just like not even understanding what the hell I was watching because it was just so well done. Uh, um, so that movie had a huge impact on me. Not because I thought it, yeah, not because I thought it was the best movie, but because it was just such a different movie from what everything else was at that time. Yeah. Mm, that is a tasty burger. Yes, Maury, it is a tasty burger. Holly uh, Clifford wants to know who were your worst neighbors and why? Oh, <laughs> David uh, Boy's like, let me run down the list. Yeah. Where do I begin? I haven't, I haven't had a lot of bad neighbors. I've had pretty, I've had pretty decent neighbors. When my brother and I first moved to Toronto, we lived beside um, uh, two older gay guys, and I think they had like a fifty-year age difference between them. One of them is named with Bruce, and <laughs> yeah. um, and he was just super chatty and real great. And they, they, he was almost deaf, so their TV was so loud oh, all the time. No. Yeah, and he was just straight. He was like a straight up, you know, just like an old gay guy. And he, they were both. A, they were a wonderful couple, but the, his sort of demeanor and the way that he spoke was just so matter of fact. And I remember getting off the elevator one day, and uh, and Lloyd wasn't there, and Bruce was there, and uh, and I was like, "Hey, Bruce, how's it going?" And he was like, "Oh, good. Went to the doctor yesterday." And I was like, "Oh, yeah." And he's like, "They took out my eye." <laughs> oh no, Bruce! Come yeah. on, man. You need anything? Yeah. So so then it was one eye, Bruce. Oh no. Yeah. Half de- half deaf, one eye, Bruce. But they were my they were my best best neighbors. I haven't had a lot of really lousy neighbors because I'm I'm a pretty good neighbor too, and I think you are too, Moki. You're a pretty yeah, good neighbor. I would say. Uh, up until now, I haven't had um, terrible neighbors. I mean, yeah. the neighbors, you know, unfortunately that I have on one side of my house right now, yeah. they don't um, they don't take care of their property. The outside of the house, they just don't care. Yeah, so sad. you know, like garbage and and recycling bins will be left out like three, four, five days after the the, the pickup day. Yeah, right. They don't take care of their yard, ah. and I get the the weeds from their yard and my yard. 
They're not yeah. really my favorite, but other than that, I've gotten along great yeah. with all my other neighbors. Uh, Dan Amori lives in a in a condo where he literally hates everybody. Yeah. Well, I think the worst neighbor would have to be the the guy that um, grew or made meth next to me when I lived in an apartment and they had to call the the, the drug people and build yeah. a tent outside the and police? we had to evacuate. Yeah, the police. Yeah. So that'd be the worst neighbor. <laughs> Matthew's new thing now is that know, he hates with on. our neighbors. So do you, do you know anything about meth and from Breaking Bad, right? But you know, you don't you don't grow meth. Yes. So you had one neighbor who was uh, who cooked meth. Cooked meth. That's a pretty terrible. The neighbor. new thing that drives Matthew absolutely nuts now with our neighbors is that they say hi when we're walking together. They say hi only to me and don't acknowledge him, and it's driving Matthew insane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I no. love that. Um, ask Roz and Mocha every week. You're going to see a picture on Instagram at Kiss925 uh, that simply states, Ask Roz and Mocha. Feel free to ask anything you want. You have the chance of, uh, of getting onto the podcast. Can, we do, can we do one more? Sure. Pick one, Roz. What ridiculous thing has someone tricked you into believing or doing? I got one. What? Uh, somebody, my friend John once told me that they turn off Niagara Falls at night. <laughs> 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 and then it, and then we had to go there and, and it was at nighttime I'm like when does it turn off he's like oh any minute now and really? so I sit by the window waiting for the falls to turn off <laughs> oh my god <laughs> thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast catch the guys live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on KISS 92.5 KISS 92.5.com or on the KISS 92.5 app I'm Laura Palmer host of Island Crime Season 6, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency.